0: Listening to Fox Sports Radio. Are you ready to witness greatness? NFL fans, welcome to the largest tailgate party in the nation.
1: Let's go! This is same recipe.
0: Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff. Presented by (laughs) FatMGF. the king of sports books. We're setting you up with the information you need to watch your team win. Victory is the end game. We're here to break it all down. Let's go, let's go. This is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff. Presented by BetMGM. Now, we're live from your tailgate. Here's Brian No, eight-year NFL veteran Jeff Schwartz, and sports handicapper from crackwins.com, Bill Crack Crackenberger.
2: Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome in here. Super wild card weekend. Got pretty crazy last night. We're hoping for more craziness today. All excited for a football Sunday here. Hey, new users, download the BetMGM app today and use code COUNTDOWN for a special offer. That's code COUNTDOWN in the BetMGM app. We've got Jeff Schwartz, eight-year NFL veteran with us. Bill Krakenberger from crackwins.com. I'm Brian No, You know, we had in the rundown today, as we were putting this together, during the Chargers-Jags game last night, hey, we might want to touch on a potential Chargers-Chiefs matchup. In the divisional round, I think we could just uh, scratch that one right off the list. <laughs> as the Jags come back from a 27 nothing deficit, unbelievable what happened last night.
1: It was. Now, I was on the Chiefs team that blew the 28-point lead in the third quarter to the Colts in the card game in 2013. So I understand the feeling the Chargers are going through. As a Chiefs fan, I still get to laugh at them about it because that was atrocious, and we lost for much different reasons. By the way, um, our team had seven injuries in that game. Um, the Chargers did not; they had one, Mike Williams, which was unfortunate. Um, and there was, you know, Herbert mentioned after the game. We can get into all this, but um, I don't know about you guys. It's it's twenty seven to seven at halftime, and Jacksonville's minus five in the turnover battle. Like I thought, this game would get close. Because everything went wrong for them in the first half. And just by nature, things typically even themselves out over a game or over a season. And I felt this game would get closer. And I wager on, I'm glad I did. I took Jacksonville Moneyline, I took them plus 17.5. I'm glad I got there, crack. But it's not surprising the game got close. I think the surprising part is that the Chargers chargered very, very hard in this game, as hard as possible, and Jacksonville made all the plays. and We saw last night, guys, the importance of coaching, and I have been a very strong defender of Doug Peterson. I never understood why he did not get the credit in Philly he deserved. Everyone want to give the credit to Frank Wright or John D. Filippo, who's a quarterback coach, or to Carson Wentz or Nick Foles or the team or the defense or anyone else except Doug Peterson, who got Nick Foles to play the way he did in those playoff games, the best he ever had in his career, who managed to, to, to salvage one good season from Carson Wentz, who's now a franchise-killing quarterback. Never got the credit he deserved, and last night he showed how good of a coach he is, man. Um, keep grinding away, keep chipping away, and – credit to them man uh J- chargers did collapse but jacksonville scored 31 points um basically in the last what 32 minutes of that game
3: yeah good morning guys um amazing watching that game we will not g- <laughs> this is a simple thing to say we will not have a game like that the rest of the playoffs <laughs> where someone's down like that um but you know um Watching the game and watching the point spread on that game, uh, I seen the halftime come up right away. It came up three. And uh, one of the sports books actually, there was a big difference. So, halftime comes, one sports book puts Jag- the, the one that actually counts, by the way, puts Jaguars minus three. But the other one, which is actually a bigger sports book, takes a lot more volume, puts up. Chargers minus one and a half. Wow. You don't see that. You don't see four and a half Whoa. point differences at halftime too often. Right away, it was corrected where it went to pick'em. Someone hit it, Pickham. Uh, unfortunately, I'm not in the jurisdiction. I'm in Las Vegas. I could not bet this sports book. Um, it went to Pickham. And then immediately, a couple so other sports books uh, copied the, the big book out here that puts up the lines for everyone, and, and, and it was minus three. And then uh, the, the other book actually slowly corrected it though. But I have to give credit to them uh, for even you know being unique and taking bets and putting up their own line based on their line maker. But I didn't bite though. I didn't bite at all. Um, I have I have Jackson. I had Jacksonville. In, in a bet where I took uh, – yeah. I actually film a teaser bet with Cincinnati today. And uh, by, by the way, um, that, that, uh, that was like the most popular bets this weekend for all the Sharps. And uh, listen, I don't bet those type of things. That, that's the other game, the San Fran game, though. That's another thing I'll get into after a while. I don't like betting money line parlays, and I didn't include Jacksonville in that. And Jacksonville would only be in a teaser leg, getting going through the key numbers of three and seven, which, by the way, has done very bad for even the sharp guys. It's called a Wong Wong teaser, uh, which is Stanford Wong, who was, a, who was a genius in the card counting field. He also ventured over to the sports betting field. He's not that good in that field, by the way. He's just looking to make money. Um, but uh, anyway so so but however, a, a basic strategy teaser going through three and seven has absolutely destroyed players this year. I mean, it, literally the last two seasons it 's a losing proposition to make that type of a bet, so uh, that 's something I find interesting where and in the in the playoffs. With the tighter lines, with uh, it usually becomes a little bit of a better uh, a, a, a better bet. So we have a lot of good opportunities to talk about this betting yeah. side today and and money line parlays, which everyone used San Fran and used uh, Cincinnati and used, of course, Buffalo, where it just looks so easy. But we'll we'll get to talking about that in a bit, though. Yeah. Go finishing with the Jacksonville game. Listen, credit to him. You're you're right. I mean, he did. He, he's a, he's a hell of a coach. He just. Um, let, let me ask you something, Jeff. From a, from yeah. a football standpoint here, maybe even Brian, think about this. When the penalty came, uh, I think it was was what was it? Was it Watt or someone slamming their helmet? Right? Someone slammed their helmet and Jim, they gave Bosa. him a penalty. Who, oh, Bosa, right? I'm not thinking Watt. Wrong team. Bosa, yeah, Bosa, and Denny took another helmet on the sideline and slammed a second helmet, which that well, doesn't no, count against no, the penalty. No, same But helmet. it was the first one. And now same. let me ask you. Now <laughs> they move it that close. The game is. Thirty to twenty, uh, yeah. to twenty-seven. Uh, 30, or, 20, or you know they're, they're going for the thirty to twenty-six. Going to be tw- thirty to yeah. twenty-seven. You know all of us who bet the game, <laughs> anyone that bet the game, that that affected the line. You understand oh, yeah. the, the whole screen is two and a halves. an hour and a half before the game. It goes to two. So now they're going to go. They're going to go for two. Yeah. A- and I'll ask you guys. Um, is it that easy to get to convert a two point conversion on the half a yard line yes. that you do go for that?
1: Yes. Yes. Um, and, okay. and mind you, so the, what ended up happening was the play that ended up being run um, and scored was, was Trevor Lawrence reaching the ball over the pile over the, the goal line center, which I think is the best play in all of football. Drew Brees did it for so many years, right? He mm-hmm. snapped the ball, jump over the you know the the center, and get it in. That was not the play call. Trevor Lawrence did that on his own. Um, that was a screen oh, to wow. the wide receiver. It appeared to the left. Uh, they were going to throw the ball out to the left. Lawrence did it himself. Not a single person blocked for that. He just did that on his own. He saw an opening. They were in a, a, a modified – they were basically in a even front, and he just did it himself. His, I mean, he's he's six six. His arm is long enough just to stand there and put the ball over the end line. And this is where coaching matters, right, because – the goal is to – and this is the way we, we have to change the way we think about the game. I am certainly was slow to this idea of how analytics are coming into the game, right? Doug Peterson's goal is to win the game, right, is to win the game. If you miss on the two-pointer there, okay, you understand now I need to score a touchdown on my next drive. I need a touchdown. I know what I need. I have to get it. If you make it, I just need a field goal, right? And you win. A field goal wins the game. A field goal – if, if, if you kick that extra point – a field goal only ties the game and you go to overtime. So it allows Pearson to know what I need to end that game. And he did obviously need a field goal now. So I like the call, it's in the half yard line. Bosa was pissed off all night. Um, and uh, I, I found it interesting that you can get, I always thought the two in sports and like conducts was an automatic ejection. I guess right. it's not. I guess they can just pick and choose which ones count for automatic ejections and which ones don't. Um, But, you know, again, the the coaching of this, it matters, man. Um, It matters a lot to how you set your game plan up. Even the timeout on fourth down to set up Jacksonville's play to get into field goal range there at the end of the game. Peterson, he didn't like the call. called timeout, put a new play on the field, ran to the edge. It matters, guys. It's what we talk about so much. Coaching matters.
2: Everything worked out because, obviously, if the two doesn't work, you're down four. That's a big difference. The timeout on fourth down, like you said, Jeff, if you get stuffed right there, it's pretty much game over because there's about a minute 30 left, and you've got two timeouts instead of three. But it, it worked out. And give Doug Peterson credit. How about the ability to gamble? You're at the one-yard line. You go for two. It works out. You go back to the Super Bowl against the Patriots. You want to run Philly-Philly? Yeah, let's do it. Let's run razzle-dazzle here at fourth and goal at the one. I, just, I marvel at Doug Peterson – having the brass stones to go for it in those moments. Two things I want to mention real fast. First off, Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence to throw four interceptions. It was like the Undertaker meme where he's flat on his back and he just rises straight up. And then four touchdown passes. That was impressive. A lot of quarterbacks would have folded in that situation, especially his first playoff game. The other thing is this. Brandon Staley. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Bon voyage over <laughs> here, right? He's gone, or like Hawk he, Harrelson if, used if to say. Fight, he if gone. they don't
1: fire him, they need to fold the franchise. And look, yeah. I'm a Chiefs fan. I don't want Sean Payne to be there. I'm also a Justin Herbert fan, and right. he needs someone yes. else to coach him in the worst way possible. No
2: doubt. No doubt. Very, but
1: that, Very quickly. That's, no, go that's ahead. Go ahead.
2: That's the thing with Brandon Staley is... I get all the negativity, I get all the criticism. He played Mike Williams, who's been banged up all season, their wide receiver in a meaningless week, set, week 18 game against Denver. And he couldn't go. If Mike Williams is on the field last night, they very well could have won that game. That's on Brandon Staley. When you're up 27, nothing. Staley's specialty is the defensive side of the ball. Yeah like you've got to get stops, so I get all of the criticism for him. What I don't get is calling out Justin Herbert. There was a lot of that last night. You're not an elite quarterback if it's, you can't close the deal up 27 it's to nothing. Easy. It's, it's the it's, thing it's, is, that's the thing is, play some freaking defense. You're up 27 to nothing. It's time to stop on someone's throat at yeah, that good moment, point,
1: Brian. Look, I- I, I I'm with you there on the defense, obviously. Look, the offense needed some more points the second half. I mean, three points doesn't cut it, but you know, thirty points should be enough to win most football games, especially when you're twenty seven nothing. So I understand, you know, and, and Herbert missed, I think Keenan Allen on got out a touchdown or whatever. I mean guys yeah, missed yeah, those yeah. all the time. Yeah. Um the problem is, guys, and I think it's it's hard to to really if you're open minded enough to listen to this, if you're a a, a Herbert hater, you, you need to listen to this. Like you need open minded. to this. So last night there was a play that Jacksonville ran where they threw the touchdown to Zay Jones, right? It was that deep kind of three wide receivers to the right, and they all kind of ran deep kind of over routes, right? And they're kind of in between, they're trying to cut the safeties, and they got Zay Jones wide open. I don't know if you've watched enough Chargers football. Have you seen the Chargers run that play ever, ever, ever one time? Say Herbert. Throw the ball as far as you can. Someone to the middle. Never. They right. never do that. That's the problem. They have stinky <laughs> coaches. They don't use Justin Herbert. So last <laughs> night, I want to give him credit. Daniel Popper. He he works for the Athletic. He wrote uh, and Chargers beat writer. He wrote a long article about the Chargers last night. And Herbert just like beep, beep, He threw his his uh, his uh, office corner right under the bus as soon as he as soon as possible. So. You remember the, the third-and-one jet sweep they tried to run? They fumbled near the end of the first oh, half. yeah,
2: so bad. Okay. Bandy, I don't know what so, happened with that. So yeah.
1: No, well, Justin Herbert tells us. Just tells us. Why not, Justin? Tell us. He says, he says what happened was the play was supposed to go to DeAndre Carter, who's filling in for Mike Williams. Well, Carter got hurt, so he wasn't in the game. They called it for Bandy. Bandy didn't even know he was doing it. He had no <laughs> idea what was happening. So you, you design a play for one guy. He gets hurt. Lombardi's like, well, screw it, we'll put it in for the next guy, the third string wideout. He had no, he had no idea it, it was happening, and they fumbled the ball. So that's coaching. That's coaching, yeah. right? That's not a Herbert. That's coaching. They're yeah. poorly coached. They're not well prepared each week. And as a like as a cheese fan, again, I, I don't want Sean Payton to end up there. But if you're if you're Spanos, the owner, man, you don't have a choice. You're wasting Justin Herbert if you do not bring in someone else.
2: Yeah. No, that's the truth. Absolutely. 100% right there. Hey, we're brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. We are off and running. We got Jeff Schwartz, the eight-year NFL veteran. Bill Krakenberger from crackwinds.com. I'm Brian No, We got to carve out a little bit of time to rock with Brock. Brock Purdy gets it done again. It's getting nauseous at this stage, the reaction to this. I i, I won't rain on the parade completely, but we got to throw in some reality as well. And also, it's most important for this team to run the ball well today. That's on the way as well. It's Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM.
0: Welcome to the biggest tailgate party in the nation. Hot, hot. You're locked into Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff. Touch. No. And it's presented by Matt MGM, the king of sports books. Once again, here's Brian No, eight-year NFL veteran Jeff Schwartz, and sports handicapper from crackwins.com, Bill Crack Crackerburger.
2: It is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards. Or we could talk about how with Discover, you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. I mean, talk about amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. A couple of uh, nuggets here from Adam Schefter. He mentioned that Teddy Bridgewater, Dolphins quarterback, is expected to be active despite being listed as questionable. So it's like, okay, uh, I guess they're going with the Rook, Skylar Thompson. At least that's the expectation. But Teddy Bridgewater is expected to be active. Kind of interesting. And then also the other news item from Schefter was that Tua Tunkvailoa is expected to be the Dolphins' starting quarterback in 2023. Could potentially return to field this postseason, <laughs> um, that would require winning today yeah. with either Skyler Thompson or Teddy Bridgewater. So, so I, that's probably not going to happen.
1: Um, look, the, the thing that we're going to hear this a lot we, we saw this with Washington announcing that Sam Howells are basically their quarterback for, for 2023 is what else are you supposed to say right now? Like, if you're in Washington right now and you're trying to hire an offensive coordinator, you can't say, well, we're going to. We're going to draft a quarterback. You don't know that. We're going to trade for someone. You don't know that. So Sam Howell's your quarterback right now? For right now, two is your quarterback. Well, guess what? If Tom Brady says, I want to come oh. to Miami, guess what? Tom Brady's your quarterback now. No like, doubt. It, for, for now, two is your quarterback. For now, Sam Howell's your quarterback. But if someone else is better, is available, then that person that's better and available will be your quarterback next season. And like that's it's that simple. So for right now, two is their quarterback. They're going... Do you remember Monday? Was it two Mondays ago, right? Georgia TCU, or was it just last? It was just was Monday, right? This yeah, past Monday. Monday was Georgia TCU. Okay,
2: so it feels like a um, month ago. It
1: does feel like a month ago. So, you <laughs> know, I, I, um, you know, I, I, I knew Georgia would win that game like that, but I was like ah, TCU plus fourteen. I don't know. It's know. a lot of points, but like yeah. deep down, I sort of knew Georgia was better, but TCU kind of had the season going. That's what I feel about Buffalo and Miami today. Like fourteen points is a lot in the NFL. Like I yeah. I I, like, I know like Buffalo's Georgia today guys like I know you're a Dolphins fan Brian like yeah. this is going to be bad it's going it like, it, it, to be bad Like, it, it's going to be bad you have to accept it it's not anyone's fault you're injured it is what it is but Buffalo is going to steamroll yeah. the Dolphins today I laid 13 and a half have no problem doing it nice um, <laughs> I, did, I just like I just did I I, I don't I mean are you a Dolphins going to score 14 points I, I don't know <laughs> I don't know <laughs> Yeah. Are you in your dolphin no. shirt today too? You're, you're, you're I am. Ready, I got to gotta go. rock them in the good <laughs> and the bad times. This <laughs> is the definition
2: of the bad times here today, crack. No doubt. What do you think about laying two touchdowns in the NFL, though, crack?
3: Yeah, well, you know my feeling on that. But look, look, you know what, a buddy of mine just texted me, and I got to ask you guys. So it, it, this is going back to, to yesterday's Jacksonville game, and I like to know the mentality. I guess Jeff. I guess you look really. The question's for you because you're, you're you're one the, you know played for years. In the game last night, if you remember, twenty seven nothing first half, yeah. three minutes left, Staley throws an incomplete pass with on first down, no time off the clock. He took 22 points right there, by the way, my, my buddy took 22 points right there. And he says I have seen this idiot too many times to know he will not shorten the game in Jacksonville's a good play at 22. So, Jeff, are, are you guys think do you think a coaching mentality there is to think, "Oh wow, you know, we're up 27, nothing, let's start running the ball in the first half with 3 minutes left no. or stick to your game plan?"
1: Okay, so I think you stick to your game plan. Um in that situation, now you know you're trying to score points at the end of the half, right? So you're you're trying to go down and score again. The problem was the third and one call. That the first down call was fine. The third and one call, if you get a first down there, you basically shorten the half up to where Jacksonville's probably not getting at all a drive in that in you know to end to end the first half, and they don't get you know the 27 nothing in halftime. And there's probably no comeback. And there definitely is something to the idea of obviously running the ball. In, in the third and fourth quarter, to, to shorten the game, but especially in the NFL, college football, I'd argue probably not because college football is such a different game where the clock stoppages on on thir- on first down make it to where just keep just score as many points as you can in college football. Like there's just there's no point in shorting the game in, in 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 that sport. When we lost a 28 point lead um, to the Colts in 2013, when I was on the Chiefs. Part of the problem is we didn't run the ball in the second half. Like that was a huge problem. Is Andy Reid loves to pass the football, and we got into trouble not running the football in the second half. The Chargers had some of that problem, too. And they ran the, only ball, ran the ball five times only in the second half, um, and you, you can't do that. Now, to your point, end of first half, go for the touchdown, make it happen. Um, but, um, you know, that, uh, yeah, just wasn't, wasn't great.
3: That's just an interesting thing, but I'll go back to uh, Brian's question with the Buffalo game. Listen, you guys know all seasons, since since week one we've done this show, I have uh, talked constantly about not laying, not only double digits, I, I, I won't even lay really anything over three and a half. I won't lay three, uh, over three and a half. I'll lay three the most, um, it's proven true again on a small sampling of this season, but it goes back for decades. That just basic strategy here, believe it or not, guys, is to take Miami in this situation. Now, I haven't, I haven't done that, but I'll tell you one thing: as we get more, as we get closer to game time here, and we're going to be on air for this, if a fourteen and a half presents itself, mm. I will dabble. I will get in there, and I will be against all of the public. I understand. Um, you know, I don't know. Is Demar's going to be there? Is, is, the, is the kid going to be there? He, he was in the locker room, I think, or he showed up with the guys. If he's in the stands today or he's on the sideline not, not in the stands. He'd be on the sidelines with the team. Oh, my God. How, well, DeMar- how Hammond, big is that going to be for Buffalo maybe in the first quarter? I know there you could have – there are shops that – matter of fact – Almost every single shot – yeah, I'm, I'm wrong. Every single place – I just clicked on my live odd screen. Every single place has – MGM has 3.5 minus 15, has a first-quarter bet there. I don't know, man. I don't. I like usually NFL don't like to put so bets. much emotion, but I think it's a good bet in the first quarter if he shows up there and pumps up the team on the sidelines.
1: The problem with my problem with NFL first quarter bets is that it, the the, quarter, the the clock runs so fast in NFL games. Yeah, like you might get one possession, the Bills might go nine minutes, kick a field goal, and the <laughs> and the Dolphins just take five more minutes, and that's the end of the quarter, right? And like you don't get the opportunity to cash yeah. that ticket. It feels in college so football to much easier. To said, do your that your money line yeah. might be a better. Just, way to that's go. just the way I feel about NFL first quarters. It just feels yeah. really hard nothing, to win. Nothing nothing. Game.
3: It's three three. You're right. Seven yeah. seven. Yeah. That you would lose with the spread. So anyway, just a, just an idea. I didn't do it, by the way. I just just something okay, just came. Okay. So to here's me. my thing
1: about uh, about that, crack. Very quickly. Okay. Yeah. So if you're the Bills, you're already playing a playoff home game, right? And, and you're trying to win this game to then play another game next weekend, presumably against the Bengals. Okay. Like you're already motivated. I'm not sure you get more motivation from Hamlin being there. Like it's a great story. It, it's Great to talk for us to talk about. It's great for sports talk radio. It's great for him to be there. It's great. He's it's healthy. It's all great. But I don't think the Bills are playing extra hard because he's there. Like I don't the motion right, in the stadium right, is right. maybe high, but it's high anyways. It's a Buffalo home playoff game. Like sure. it's gonna be crazy anyway. Are there gonna be more tables broken because Hamlin walks on the field before the game? <laughs> maybe. But like I don't always buy like these external motivators in big big games because they're already there. You you should already, if you're not excited for this game, And as a player, and you need Hamlin to walk on the field to be more excited, then you maybe shouldn't be there. Because I don't know what to tell you. It's a playoff game. Like, I played eight years. I played three playoff games. Not all of us get a chance to play in the playoffs. It's a special moment to to play in this opportunity, to get this opportunity. And it's a great thought. And I think that it's it's overthought in those moments of like, oh, they must be trying extra hard. I don't don't think so. I think they're just going to play. I don't know. I, I wouldn't bet on that. So if you think they're going to win the quarter because they're better, great. I wouldn't bet on that because the emotion is going to be different.
2: It's a rough spot for Miami. And I think of the three games today, I think Miami, it's most important for them to run the ball effectively, to have any sort of shot, to even keep this close. Because the last time they played in Buffalo, it was a really competitive game. But you had Tua. You had Tua there who played very well. And you ran the ball with Raheem Mostert for 136 yards. Neither Tua nor Mostert are playing today. They're both banged up. They're both out. And so you've got most likely Skylar Thompson behind a banged up offensive line. Any defensive coordinator with any sense is going to say, stop the rush and make Skylar Thompson beat us again and again and again. And we're betting that will not happen. So to have any sort of shot and you're yeah. running into a brick wall more times than not today, is you've got to run the ball effectively yeah, I, and shorten the game. That's it. I,
1: I, I like the Jeff, Jeff Wilson over today in the rushing in this game for that reason. Now, the, the counterpoint to what you said is that Buffalo's going to expect that, I would imagine, but Miami has no chance if he doesn't rush for over his number. Like if he's yeah. under, I think it's 59 and a half-ish around there. Oh. If he doesn't rush for more than that, they have no chance in this game whatsoever.
2: <laughs> None. Uh, yeah. We've got a chance right now with Isaac Lowencron. He always uh, boosts our odds over here. I low. What's going on, bud?
4: Well, good morning, fellas, and unfortunately, we have to begin with some very sad news this morning. Tragedy has struck the national champion Georgia Bulldogs football program. Georgia offensive lineman Devin Willock and football recruiting staff member Chandler LaCroix were killed in a single vehicle car accident early this morning in Athens, Georgia. Willock started two games on the offensive line for Georgia this past season. Two other people were also in the vehicle and were injured in the crash that happened early this morning. We have three NFL playoff games coming up later today. The first one kicks off two and a half hours from now as the Buffalo Bills play host to the Miami Dolphins. ESPN reported today Dolphins quarterback Teddy Bridgewater is expected to be active today against Buffalo, despite being listed as questionable because of a dislocated pinky finger. But rookie Skylar Thompson still going to get the start with Bridgewater, with Bridgewater serving as the backup. On Saturday night, the Jacksonville Jaguars pulled off the third biggest comeback in NFL playoff history.
0: Patterson's kick is up. The field goal is good! 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 The Jaguars have won it! The Jaguars have won it! They have come back from 20 Seven Nothing to win the game.
4: The call on WJXL as the Jaguars rallied from that 27-0 deficit with 25 seconds left in the first half to beat the Los Angeles Chargers 31-30. Trevor Lawrence led the comeback. He followed four first-half interceptions by throwing four touchdown passes and perhaps even more impressively celebrated the amazing victory by dining after the game at the waffle house nice earlier saturday the san francisco 49ers defeated the seattle seahawks 41 to 23 for their 11th consecutive victory brock purdy threw for 332 three touchdown passes and no interceptions fellas back to you who was
2: that i love that went to waffle house trevor lawrence himself
4: Trevor lawrence what and look we know about the waffle house after dark it's uh <laughs> it's a, it, it can be a crazy place exactly you know i i i've i've in my career i've known like the literally the 12th string guy on the Lakers after the game runs out a private dining room at like a five-star steakhouse a private dining room for a Lakers 12th man bench warmer. meanwhile you have freaking Lawrence after a playoff game at the Waffle House you gotta love it it's great no doubt
2: it's Fox Sports Radio's countdown to kickoff presented by BetMGM let's dive into this follow the money real good money all right, we're Following the money with Jason Scott, MGM, VP of Trading, joining us here on the show. Jason, good morning, man. Happy Super Wild Card weekend. I'm just curious, I'll keep it simple, which team of the three games today do you need the most?
5: Uh, I think we probably need the Bills more than we've needed any other uh, Bills to not cover or be beaten more than we've needed any team this season. The money's literally flying at 85 90% on what looks like it's gonna be a fairly substantial handle. So we need the Dolphins. We've also seen significant money for the Giants.
1: So who is the the team you think kind of ruins the the money line parlay today? Because I you know there's the you know the the, the Bengals are going to be in one. We know the, the the Bills are going to be in one. Like who's the team today that you're hoping kind of ruins it for everybody?
5: Look it might be the Vikings. We're seeing you know, the fact the Giants are favorite. There's a lot of people flipping that, that that game into rather than all the favorites. The two favorites and one dog is a very, very popular bet. I think the Vikings are going to be quite a significant need for us.
3: Hey, Jace, good morning. So I just noticed before you came on air, you guys did something that actually shocked me a little bit. Uh, most places, unless they get a lot of money on something, will never move off the three because you don't want to have a chance to be you know, uh, sided there. So I seen you had three for a bit. You went to two and a half minus 15, according to my Don And according to my, I was on the BetMGM app. So that takes a significant amount of money to move. You don't see, I only know one sports book that does that, that goes from the two and a half to three. So now I guess I know two. So you guys will do that. You'll go off the keyest number in the NFL off the three if you have so much one-way action on the dog. Is that Correct.
5: Yeah, we we will, and that's also it's also the quality of the action, as in who's betting. Bill, I think we've spoken about that previously over the year. Where the right the right people keep keep taking the three, we're happy to move. We we did have we did have a couple of six figure bets, one of them substantial. So yeah, we're, we're we're happy to move if if circumstances say that.
3: Kind of okay, interesting, so that, and Jason. In, so you'll be rooting for Minnesota today, then correct? Jason, you're yes, you're going to be yes, on uh, Minnesota today.
5: Yeah, we're gonna need the we're gonna need the Vikings.
2: Okay. Interesting in that Dolphins game there, Jason, where Skylar Thompson, we're assuming he's getting the start. Teddy Bridgewater is actually gonna be active, even though he's got that pinky finger issue. Would you see any difference at all in the point spread if it's Skylar Thompson, the seventh round rookie, compared to Teddy Bridgewater?
5: Well, I think if Teddy was fit, it might be worth a couple of points, but I think there's a lot of doubts. Uh, over, over, over him. I, I, from what, I, what I, the people I speak to here, the concern with with Skyler is what happens if he gets behind. You know, if he gets down ten or even down seven, we've seen the last few weeks he's struggling to put points on the board. It could, it could get really, really ugly if he falls behind and to start throwing the ball around, and it could compound into something really bad.
1: How much is is home field worth um, in the playoffs? Like for the Vikings and Giants games, I think the Giants are. Or overall better right the numbers kind of put them better but the you know but the line is, is three you know down to two and a half what do you kind of put home field at in this game
5: well i, I think there's home field advantages and, and different in a dome where a lot of where teams are, are used to playing it's probably not as much as if it's in buffalo or or cincinnati in the cold and the snow in one case so look we we don't put an exact number on it like yeah, It's not like you come to, a, come to a line and then add on three or take off three for, for a home. Uh, it varies. This situation is probably not worth much more than a point, point
3: and a half. And uh, let's highlight before we, before we let go of Jason here what he said here. And I'm, Jason, correct me if I'm wrong. Did you say that Miami is your biggest side of the year, meaning that there's been more money on Buffalo than any team you guys have uh, booked this year, and that will be your biggest route of the year, Miami? Did I hear you right? Yes, I did. Yes, yeah. you did. That's giant. That's giant, guys. Uh, I could tell you right now, uh, just based on Jason being on the show, I, I owe him a dinner out because I have uh, profited off these situations, and I think I'm going to be doing the same thing today with a little uh, <laughs> dabble on Miami just based on that. <laughs> let's have you,
5: you cashing
3: the
2: ticket, Bill. There you go, because <laughs> you'd be cashing as well, Jason. No doubt about that, man. Hey, we always appreciate your time, Jason. Enjoy all the ball today, bud. Thank you. Thank you. There he is, Jason Scott, BetMGM VP of Trading. Hey, every Thursday, be sure to check out our Countdown to Kickoff presented by BetMGM Original Podcast featuring yours truly. Also, Jared Smith and Bill Krakenberger. We give our takes on all the key lines. Get you set for the weekend in betting. That's every Thursday. Just search Fox Sports Radio wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, we got a lot to do. We've got Bill Krakenberger from crackwins.com. We've got Jeff Schwartz eight-year NFL veteran. I'm Brian No. Coming up next, little teamwork over here. We each have one pick. Will Jeff include the Bills against Crack's wishes? I guess Probably. is the question here. Or will he go in a different direction? We'll find out. It's Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff presented by BetMGM.
1: Hi, this is Jay Glazer and you may know me for the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers. Or well, you don't know.
0: Kickoffs are coming soon, and we're leading you up to them. This is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM, The king of sportsbooks. Once again, here's Brian No, 8-year NFL veteran Jeff Schwartz.
1: Are you kidding me?
0: And sports handicapper from crackwins.com, Bill Crack Crackenberger. Ah,
2: uh, yes, yeah, just a little over two hours until kickoff. It is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff. Presented by BetMGM. Let's dive into this.
0: Check this out. Parlay platter.
2: Hey, place a first TD score prop on any pro football game at BetMGM. If your bet loses, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. Okay, time for a little teamwork. We'll each have one pick. Splice them all together for a parlay
3: platter here. We'll start with you, Crack. What are you feeling today, bud? Jason talked me into it. Give me Miami with the double seven. 14 points, I'll take it. And it's starting to move by the way. So it's 13 and a half at a lot of spots.
1: I feel like you know better, crack. You know deep in your soul, man. You know this is <laughs> gonna be a bloodbath. I like it though. Okay, how about this? I'm gonna, I'm just gonna take this pick because I'm going I'm gonna be contrarian. How about the Vikings minus two and a half, guys? I am not a Vikings fan at all. I, I am not, okay? I've made that very clear. They are 29th in overall efficiency. Like, they're a terrible football team. But like, everyone's playing the Giants this weekend. Everyone's doing it. Every single person on the Giants this weekend. Give me the Vikings at home, over the Giants. They have better players, the Vikings do. I always play, always play like it, that's the problem, right? And the Giants play better. But the Vikings have better players. Um, I'll do the Vikings here. It's just more of a contrarian play when there's not much on the board today, uh, Brian. So I'll I'll take that.
2: Okay. All right. Yeah. Hey, I hear where you're coming from on that one. I'm going to stick with the same game, Jeff. I'm going to look for some early fireworks. I I looked at the first half line, 23 and a half. I could see that going over. I actually like even shorter. I'm going to go with the first quarter. I think we get some early fireworks in this one. I'm going to take over nine and a half. I think they combined for double digits in the first quarter. I like it. Vikings defense is brutal. I like the Vikings offense. I think Justin Jefferson is going to have a day today. So, yeah, I'm going to start off with some early fireworks. They get to 10 points combined in the first quarter. There you go.
1: All right, we got we we got our parlay set. I love it.
2: At least we have a chance of winning it. I thought crack might take Miami and you were going to take Buffalo and we're dead in the water already,
1: <laughs> you know. I could never I guess we could have a Can we have a I guess if I could take you said 14?
2: Yeah, 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 that's. I guess that was four, it was.
1: I, I could have taken. I guess Buffalo thirteen and a half, and cracked four, Miami fourteen and a half. We could have had that sweet middle, there middle of right. the parlay. <laughs> that's
2: right. It's got to be fourteen.
3: I thought I might nose. reach fourteen. I really thought once the public wakes up, listen, it's seven fifty-one a.m. here out in Vegas right now. So I thought once the public waked up, well, woke up a little bit, they would still. Oh man, buffalo's going to kill them, and this may get a fourteen in the hooks of fourteen and a half somewhere. I haven't seen it, and I see one, two, three, four. I see four 13-and-a-halves now, which they were not here when I woke up this morning. So I think we've, uh, we went up to the highest number of 14, and we'll see what happens here. But, you know, it, it's, it's, uh, it's a lot of points for, an, for any NFL team during the season. And during a playoff, wow, this might be one of the highest lines ever in the history of football.
1: We, I mean, yeah, but isn't, isn't the issue if you go to 14 and a half, every sharp person will hit it because they just have to? Like, isn't that why it would go to 14 yeah, and half? Is
3: not a not. But but the idea to go to 14 and because they want that bet because there's so much money coming in on Buffalo, like, like Jason said, this is the biggest bet of the year that they're rooting for. So let me just let's break that down in financial terms. This is a seven-figure decision for BetMGM. So uh, yeah, yeah, they they not that that means this one sports book uh, means anything, but let me just tell you, if BetMGM is rooting for Miami, you know the rest of the sports books are also on Miami. So they put this game to a number where they are very comfortable booking minus fourteen still, if they have to. So so uh, another sports book just popped up 13 and a half. So, yeah, that, that, that's going to be the most that uh, we're going to get here. I, I think 14. And BetMGM still solid 14. So I think it'd be
2: hysterical if Crack took Miami plus 14 and a half. Jeff, you took the Bills minus 13 and a half. It lands right on 14, and my bet uh-huh. is wrong. Like that my bet <laughs> screws up the parlay platter. <laughs> <laughs> this just works out perfectly for you guys.
1: Uh, I mean, but, uh, I, 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 look, I understand the number and taking the dog here and just saying, look, this is the way the NFL works. These games typically end up being pretty close. Um, you know, notwithstanding, you know, you know, the, the Niners game yesterday got, got a little, little hand uh, there at the end. But I just got to have some sort of reason to do so. And if... The Dolphins do not start fast in this game, or really prevent Buffalo from starting fast. It's gonna be a long game. And look, Josh Allen's red zone turnovers are a problem. And if Buffalo can, or Miami can force some of those, uh, that's a good way to keep this game close. If they don't, this one, this one's not gonna be. You could probably go on a run in the afternoon, get the grill going, like go to the gym, have some family time on Sunday. I think the second half of this game could be pretty ugly.
2: The yeah, gym. it's one of those games. I'm, I'm a football junkie. I'll be watching from beginning to end. Well, but this so might be I, a but... – you, you need some, you need some uh, cash
3: oh, on yeah, this game to be fully invested. Yeah. Good point, be Brian. You gotta, I, th- I know that people are going to do that today. So uh, yeah. just be careful, guys. Don't be betting every game just because there's a game on TV.
1: How dare you crack. You bet <laughs> all of them, though. No. <laughs> hey,
2: coming up next, we've got a QB on the rise – and a QB that's on the shelf. Two very interesting stories with these games in Super Wild Card Week, and that is
0: on the way. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Hope you're enjoying
2: your Sunday morning. Happy Super Wild Card Weekend to you. Just two hours until kickoff. We're getting right after it, after the show today. Yesterday, we had a good window before the afternoon game kicked off, but only two hours until kickoff with the Dolphins and the Bills today. Now, the nightcap, Ravens at the Bengals, and it's expected to be Tyler Huntley. He's supposed to be the starting quarterback. He's got tendonitis in his throwing shoulder, but filling in for Lamar Jackson, that's the story. Lamar is the quarterback on the shelf he will not be able to go today again. And I don't know about you guys, but this story just seems to get stranger and stranger. You had Lamar had to come out and put a tweet out there playing the PR game of, hey, I want to be out there. There's a lot of speculation that maybe he's milking the injury because he didn't get, get the contract he desired in the off season, And so he had to put that out there like, I want to be out there with my guys. I've got this knee injury, says it's a PCL grade grade two sprain, borderline of a strain three. And then you have the head coach, John Harbaugh, not exactly coming to Lamar's defense. Lamar, there, he was asked point blank, what, what do you think about the speculation Lamar is maybe milking the injury and... John Harbaugh was like, ole, right? He wasn't going near that. He's like, well, we got hippo. We can't really comment about injuries. He could have said, nobody wants to be out there more than Lamar. If he says he can't go, he can't go. He didn't say any of that. This story just gets wilder and wilder.
1: The, the uh... The hippo laws, the hippo laws are being violated. Um, by the way, John Harbaugh can most certainly talk about injuries. It's not, there's no HIPAA laws uh, involving uh, a professional football coach and a uh, professional football player. And also when Lamar Jackson specifically tweeted out the exact injury that he had. So there's no yeah. such thing as, as invoking the HIPAA laws, um, which I think is not the most misunderstood, like, Medical term in sports industry you just like in really any industry hip guys come on um, is very odd so there 's two camps right one is that lamar jackson 's really hurt and he can 't play, and there 's two that 's like it 's a playoff game, suck it up, go try to play right um, we 've seen that there's been kind of the two the most recent ones I can recall, were, you know, Philip Rivers playing with no ACL, like in twenty fourteen, that one yeah. game, and then we had the Jay Cutler game where he hurt his knee, and like never came back in, and it's really tough. You know, if you're Lamar right now, there is a selfishness to your decision. There has to be, right? You are a business professional. Um, you are not under contract for next season at the moment, and. There has to be a thought of, okay, what is best for my team? And also what is best for me? This is why getting this deal done... I mentioned this when when this happened at the start of the season. Like, This is another reason why getting this deal done um, was imperative. It it avoids these situations. I I argued in September they should have got this done for other reasons. I didn't even think about this exact reason, but this is another reason why because now you enter the situation where Lamar might legitimately be really hurt right now still. He might not be able to play his full game, but the speculation is he's not playing because he he doesn't want to play because he wants a contract. If you got the deal done in September, you don't worry about all this, right? And maybe he does end trying to suit up and playing through this i don't know guys what is really wrong with lamar i don't know i generally would lean toward trying to play the game now that's what i would say i don't know how bad his knee is i've been i played injured before it stinks right and for a player of his athletic caliber if you are downgraded to 50 percent of what you normally can do he might feel like I can't play that way, and that's totally normal and totally fine, and I approve – I don't know why he needs my approval. I agree with his decision to not play this game if he doesn't feel comfortable playing. Totally get it. Um, but I also understand players saying like, hey, man, it's a playoff. Suck it up and go play.
3: Listen, about 20 years ago, give or take, I was living in New Jersey, and I tore my Achilles running around outside with the dog over a sprinkler head. So I was in the same exact – Literally the same exact building right next door to Terrell Owens. Two weeks before the Super Bowl, he had the same injury um and and he played in the super bowl it's the guy is an athlete he's uh, unbelievable this guy's a a, a a really an unbelievable person to be able to come back we had a great doctor university of pennsylvania unbelievable doctor that we both went to and um he got right back he wanted to play so bad he was very nice by the way i got to meet him he was so nice um but come on listen we all know this is a snow job. Who are you kidding? Get back in there and try to play with your team. Listen, you know, I don't know how effective you would be, but we all know what's up here. And no one wants to really maybe say it, but you know we, we know what's up. The coach kind of hinted at it by not saying anything like that. So uh, if, if you're street smart and you have some common sense here, we 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 know what's up here. So that's all. Well, I'll
2: hey say. man, crack. I think it's very very telling that John Harbaugh has just completely sidestepped it. He's done a Barry Sanders spin move away from all of this stuff. When you're met with the question of, hey, coach, there's a lot of talk out there that maybe Lamar can go and he's choosing not to. What do you make of that? And he's, well, I, I mean, we got HIPAA laws and I, I really can't comment about injuries. And That's telling to me where if he really believed Lamar couldn't go and he absolutely would go if he could. I think he would say as much. And he hasn't come close yeah. to saying that.
1: Well, okay, there that that's all very fair. And I'm not really here to defend Lamar or or the coach, but I will tell you because I've been the spot before where there's a, a very big difference of opinion between the way a player feels and the way the doctor feels, okay? Sure. And um where, you know, Harbaugh's getting his information from the doctor, okay? And the doctor says, "Okay, it's been six weeks. He should be ready to play." Jeff Schwartz's ankle. Hey, it's been six weeks. He should be able to play. And I'm like, "Yeah, I, I can't play." What do I to Tell you, don't yeah. fucking like play. And so Harbaugh is basing a lot of what he's what he's thinking on this from what he's hearing from his doctors. And again, that's not always the case when it comes to how the players feel. And I've been this exact same spot as Lamar. Now I played through again. Very clear. Different injuries. Different situations we were in. It cost me. It cost me playing through it. The Giants ended up cutting me. because I, I didn't play well for seven weeks. Got a bum ankle. Um, it 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 just it. This is the the ebb and flow of like. Do you believe? Does Harbaugh believe the doctor? Does he believe the player? You know, again, there's there is a part of the Ravens I'll tell you and crack your right that says like, man, you have to suck up and play in this game. You have to do it. No matter what, you have to go out and try to play in this game. And again, if the contract was done and finalized he has guaranteed money i think he would does it make it wrong for him not to play in this game no if he, again, if he doesn't feel like he can play effectively i understand him not going this game but absolutely if he had a contract he'd be playing in this game
2: that's the, what it comes yep. down to for us is that that's it and i agree with you jeff i think that's the deal here and uh if he gets that contract in the off season i think he's suiting up and that's why both crack you and I I don't think we can buy that I just can't do it like, like there's no chance that he physically can get out there and play because I believe the same thing I believe if the I's are dotted the T's are crossed and he's got his guaranteed cash there's a much better chance that he's out there today so I can't buy that there's no chance no how it's just because the injury and that's solely it why he's not out there that's not it
3: yeah you know I think the day and age of the uh 250 million dollar 500 million dollar quarterback is might be put on hold for a while after this season after what we've seen from wilson uh we've seen you know some same problems over there and in, 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 um in cleveland and let's just say it even even dak he got a lot of money got a lot of money and 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 you know i know he had some he he was out and when when he was out we with the 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 backups they 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 stepped up dallas played great this year and he came back and he didn't doesn't look so good so he doesn't you know he he, he's very vulnerable to the interception and and uh these guys got giant money you're talking 30 40 50 million a year to play 50 million is the numbers really so yeah uh and by the way we're talking like he wasn't offered a contract um here uh, right. So he was offered I, I guys, we talked about it earlier in the year. Was it like 230 million 130, 130 guaranteed give or take. He didn't take that and that was up That that was on him. So 130 guaranteed did not take it. Yeah. Uh I don't know Do you guys think he'll even get that again. I don't I don't um, think he'll get I, mean,
1: I Well, okay. I mean, so the, the Browns basically screwed the rest of the NFL because Yeah. The deal Watson got was so above and beyond the guaranteed money for the rest of quarterbacks in the NFL that he got $230 million guaranteed. I think next up is $160, right? So if you're Lamar, you say, I'm not taking a single cent less than $230 guaranteed. And that's a a perfectly uh, reasonable negotiation tactic, right? I'm better than Deshaun Watson. I've won an MVP. I've been to playoffs. I've won playoff games. I'm... I've had my my record of all we've heard. Great guy, right? Lamar Jackson is a great human, great dude. No uh, sexual allegations against any of that stuff, right? Like, I want 231 guaranteed because I am a better person than Sean Watson. I'm a better player. And I understand his negotiation point. Totally get it. The mm-hmm. Ravens are like, yeah, we're not doing that. <laughs> and it seems like the rest of the NFL is saying, yeah, we're not doing that. Russell Wilson hurt this, by the way, because he took far less guaranteed than Watson when he went to the Broncos. He took like, what, 160, 145, somewhere around there. I don't have the numbers pulled up right away. Crack, he will get, if he be, <coughs> if he becomes unrestricted free agent, so they basically say, we're not even franchising tagging, we're just letting you walk, which is un- unrealistic most likely. My guess is they franchise tag him, and if someone offers him two first-round picks, he's gone. Like They'll be like, okay, cool, like, okay. Um, He'll get the money. He won't get 230, I don't think, but he'll get the 165, 170, 180 guaranteed. I
2: just looked it up, Jeff. It's Russell Wilson about 165 guaranteed. I didn't know it either, but yeah, 165. But you're right. It's like the Watson bar was so much higher than most of these quarterbacks are going to get guaranteed money-wise, where I get why Lamar turned down. That's almost $100 million less in guaranteed money than Deshaun Watson. So I could fully understand Lamar saying, what? Like $100 $100 million less? And I'm an MVP and Deshaun Watson isn't? I get why he didn't take it. And the Ravens... That was the news uh, this week. They're hoping to strike a long-term deal with Lamar, with all this stuff going on. I think it boils down to this, guys. I think Lamar can't say the honest truth, and I get it. In football, this happens all the time. Sometimes coaches can't come out. Robert Sala can't come out and say, Zach Wilson stinks. What do you want me to tell you? You know, you got to kind of dance around the truth sometimes. That's what Lamar is doing. The truth is, Lamar could probably go today. He wouldn't be his normal self. He's not going to be running around like he normally can. Uh, But if he had to absolutely play, I think he could. But he doesn't have any guarantees. And you're taking a huge risk with a team that's a sixth seed. And what are your realistic chances of winning it all with Lamar not being 100%? So I think it's a business decision more than anything. He can't come out and say that. So he's coming out and saying, well, guys, I would really want to be out there. I just can't do it. I don't think that's the truth. I just don't think he can tell us the truth.
1: No, he he absolutely cannot tell us the truth because obviously – but look, the thing about it is like they have played well against the Bengals. The Ravens have when he has been healthy for the most part, right? Last year, I think they got blown a couple times. Um, But this year, the game – the first game, they won, right? They beat the Bengals early in the season with Lamar being there. Right. But Lamar playing in that game, though – what it does for the rest of the team is it makes the defense play better. It absolutely does because they feel differently about the game with their quarterback in there. So, like, it just lifts the whole – even if he's not 100%, it lifts the whole team up. And that's the advantage of him playing in the game. I think it would make the entire team play better. Like, look, Tyler Huntley is an okay backup. Uh, Anthony had told me he was playing in an NFL playoff game a year after watching him throw eight interceptions against Utah in the Pac-12 title game. I would have told you there's no, there's no freaking chance. Like, we understand as players, like, if we have a chance to win the game, we're not dummies. And I think that if you put, you know, Huntley, if things go right, you sort of get close, but they can't score points, right? If they get behind by 10, 13, 14 points, there's a feeling in that, in that, on that sidelines, like, well, it's sort of it, guys. Lamar playing that game would allow that feeling to never really happen. And that's what you're missing with him not in the game. Obviously, you're missing his talent, but he's not playing today. Uh, maybe he plays next week if they win. I don't think they win today, and then next you know we'll see kind of where where the negotiation goes moving forward. Again, the Ravens of course want him back. I just don't know if it's going to be at the price Lamar wants.
3: Yeah, guys, yeah. something's funny about this line. I have I was waiting to talk about it, so here's Bengals- the Bengals Ravens. The- Here you go. Listen, uh, how can this line it go? It was solid seven. It goes to eight, eight and a half, based on maybe he'll say something. Nine and a half, solid everywhere. Maybe we're waiting. Oh, he didn't practice on Wednesday. Bang, nine and a half pops right back today or last couple of days to eight and a half. Uh, there's literally one nine on the whole entire screen. Eight and a half, solid. Eight and a half, even dog uh, yeah. laying fifteen. Just something. Like the, what did they say? Something rotten in Denmark. Something smells here. I don't well, know what it is, but um I, I, anyway.
1: I think I think look I think the reason the the line is, is popping down a little bit is of course, One is that um you know there's a lot of respect for Jim Harbaugh, right? And and oh, John, I mean John Harbaugh, the Ravens coach, right? And the ability for right. him to always have his teams ready to play each week, which they do. And the fact that last week's game like didn't even matter. I mean the, the Ravens weren't playing and they they battled their butts off, like they still battle with all their backups. Now you have the bat you know the starters coming back. Huntley is better than Anthony Brown. So if Huntley does play a little bit. You do have a better football team. And then there's just I think it's just respect for the Ravens' culture. That, that, to me, feels like what the line is, Crack. Like, respect for the Ravens' culture. Respect they're going to play hard. Okay. And that's a divisional playoff game in the AFC North where these games typically tend to be pretty close, pretty physical, run the ball, black and blue division, and – but the counter to that is that Joe Burrow didn't play well last week. No, he didn't. And if he plays better this weekend, this game might not even be close. You no, know, what's
2: crazy, too, is uh, the, the Bengals, they were held to under 300 yards five times this season. And two of those times happened against the Ravens. They held them under 300 yards in both of those games. <laughs>
1: yeah, but you were last, last year, Burrow threw for 1,000 yards against them in the two games. Right,
2: yeah. I remember the game, what, in Baltimore. I think it was 41-17, and they just lit the Ravens up. But you know as well as I do how much things change from one year to the next in the NFL. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, very interesting. But you're right. It's one of these deals. Like, how many points did the Bengals have to score for the game to legitimately be out of reach for the Ravens?
1: If the Bengals get to 20,
2: that might be enough. I I don't know that the Ravens can get to
1: 20. They haven't scored over 16, I think, without Lamar. Maybe 17 without Lamar uh, in the game. So that's about where you're looking at. I, th- I think last weekend was the highest, right? 29 17 was a final last weekend. That was like, the highest they had scored without, uh, without Lamar in the lineup. Yeah, 17.
2: So uh, yeah. ask yourself this Do you think Burrow and Cincy get to 20 points today? Pretty good chance they do. And It might not yeah. even take that to win it. Let's not forget the Ravens lost to the Browns thirteen to three, right? Like, so uh, uh, just keep that in mind. But could be a slugfest today. We'll see. Hey, earn a fifty dollars bonus by signing into BetMGM and clicking on Refer a Friend to invite a friend. And in just a few simple steps, both you and your friend will receive a fifty dollars bonus. BetMGM, the king of sports books, the king of parlays. All right, we got a lot to do. We've got Bill Krakenberger from CrackWins.com, sports handicapper. We've got Jeff Schwartz, eight-year NFL veteran. I'm Brian No. Coming up next, the best performance of the day could come from this guy. We'll have some details for you. It's Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM.
0: Welcome to the biggest tailgate party in the nation. Hot, hot. You're locked into Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff. Touchdown! And it's presented by BetMGM the king of sports books once again here's brian no eight-year nfl veteran jeff schwartz and sports handicapper from crackwins.com bill crack crackenberger
2: it is fox sports radio's countdown to kickoff presented by bet mgm all right fellas Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you earn BetMGM rewards points that can be redeemed for things like free bets and risk-free tokens. They can also be converted to MGM rewards points that can be used towards dining shows and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts. We've got the G-Men against the Vikings here today. Vikings a favorite. It's fluctuated a little bit, right? Between two and a half. I see threes pretty solid right now at BetMGM. The Vikings are favored by at home. And I think that Justin Jefferson, the stud wide receiver, could have an absolute feast against the Giants today. I love this quote from Wink Martindale, the Giants defensive coordinator. He said, Justin Jefferson is a top two receiver in the NFL. And then he quickly said, and he's not number two. (laughs) He's... He's one of the best receivers in football, arguably the best, and I expect him to have a day today. We could see a lot of fireworks in this game, fellas. What do you think uh, about Justin Jefferson? Also, yeah. the game in general.
1: Here? Well, look, I think the uh, the Giants have better efficiency numbers than than the Vikings. I don't know if you know people care too much about that. I definitely look into that as far as kind of how you kind of view these teams, right? Because you have a thirteen-three Vikings team that has won eleven of 13 games by eight points or less. And last weekend, I'm not even sure we should even count it a Bears team that was literally playing to lose, and they played to lose, and they did lose. Um, We have not even talked about that, by the way. We were together in Cincinnati watching the end of that Texans-Colts game. um, And, like, just (laughs) basically, you knew Lovey Smith was fired. As soon as they showed Cal McNair, the Texans' owner on the sidelines after that game, looked like someone had done – bad things to his family um but the the vikings are um 27th in overall team efficiency it's not good for 13 win team giants are 21 so the vikings have either one bike one bike eight points or less or they've been blown out those are two choices they've lost all four games by at least 11 points most of them by three four five touchdowns it's not been close right the giants i just The thing about both these teams is, like, what do they do well? And, like, that's the hard part about handicapping this game. Justin Jefferson is what the Vikings do well. And that's something I think, to your point, you can count on in this game is that Jefferson is the best player on the field, right? Who's better than him as far as impactful player on the field in this game? It's probably him, right? Yeah,
2: I would think so, yeah.
1: And I think that for them to win, he has to have a big game. He had 133 yards and 12 receptions. In the first game, they played a 27-24 victory for the Vikings just about a month ago. So he's got to play well for this to be a Vikings win. And like I said earlier, Crack, the contrarian to me says every single person is on the Giants. I'll take the Vikings.
3: You know, on a normal week with a non-Miami Buffalo game, this would be a giant giant game for bet MGM as Jason said but of course Buffalo is being their biggest exposure of the year everyone betting Buffalo Um, this this Minnesota giant game uh, Jason said the same thing they're going to need Minnesota you're right Uh, people are betting the Giants with the three points Um, you know Minnesota I I actually don't remember if they're home or away you guys are correct me here this year they played Dallas and got blown oh, yeah. away. They're They're home. Home. They were home, right, for that yeah, game. It was oh three. my God! They were Four, down thirty-three
2: that's... nothing against the Colts at
3: home. Yeah. Oh God! Amazing. So it's just uh, you know, the home field advantage, advantage is not what it used to be in the NFL. I understand that, but this situation here, this this game. Wow, I, I'll tell you. I, I just don 't uh, have a side or even a total in this game as of now, and i'm I really don 't like to add a lot of uh things here uh, just because i 'm forced because there 's three games i 'll right. have a proper two maybe, but there nothing on the side or total here I see the uh the line is listen there 's two and a halfs and there 's threes around town here yeah. so um, Do, yeah. you know when, when it's a situation where you can actually lay the two and a half or take the three depending on who you're on it 's actually a it 's a good player 's game if you 're going to play the game. I, I,
1: I think that you know. To me, the 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 number in this game, like a lot of times, it comes down to obviously like who you kind of trust, right? Like I don't yeah. trust either team. Like the, yeah. the, I trust the Giants' coaching staff. I love the coaching staff, but they're not a more talented team than the Vikings. No. I will give you one thing. I one way that I could lean in this game is taking like Dalvin Cook unders. And maybe Vikings team total under. I know you like the over, Brian, but but uh, in the first quarter at least. Mm-hmm. There's a big mismatch with the Giants defensive line against the Vikings offensive line. It's a big problem. The Giants defensive line is going to dominate this game if Bradbury, which I believe is not playing the center for the Vikings and their right tackles out as well. The Giants defense line is really good. Dexter Lawrence is an all-pro. Um, we know that Leonard Williams is very good. Um, uh, uh, the, the kid from Georgia came Thibodeau like they're a good defensive line. And I think that that's a way for the Giants to control this game. And that can make it very uncomfortable for cousins to operate in a manner that he would like to. So if you're looking for maybe an angle for an actual kind of football way to bet on this game, yeah. that to me might be a spot to do it in.
2: I'll just say this real quick. I'm curious what you guys think about this. When it comes to betting, I've done it many times. Many other people have as well. You bet against a team. I get why some people or a lot of people are betting against the Vikings. Their defense stinks. You pointed out the efficiency numbers. They're not the greatest. Their point differential. They've got a negative point differential for the season. Like They've given up more points than they've scored Even though they're 13-4, and that's amazing. They're minus three in point differential for the season. So I get why some people are skeptical of the Vikings. I, I would add this, though. Sometimes it's not good enough to just bet against a team. You have to realize that you're not just betting against the Vikings. You're betting on the Giants. So, like, why do you love the Giants? Why are you in favor of the Giants in this game. Maybe it's Saquon Barkley. Maybe you pointed it out, Jeff. It's the coaching staff. Brian Dable's done a magnificent job. Wink Martindale mixes up uh, the coverages and the blitzes and all of that. But I would just, I don't think it's a smart enough uh, approach a lot of times to just bet against a team. I think you have to take it a step further and say, I'm not only betting against the Vikings, I'm betting on the Giants. Correct. And just, are you comfortable enough in doing so?
1: Right. Which is why I think there's other ways to wager on this game with props and and maybe, you know, team totals and things like that, rather than taking, you know, just, you know, just the Giants or the Vikings.
3: Yeah. Absolutely, yeah, that was a good, good point there, Brian. too. you're right when you're betting against the team, worry about the team you're betting on. But you gave some great points for the Giants here. Uh, you know, Dayball's looking at maybe the coach of the year here. And you know, I'm sorry to only look at the, things at betting angles. He was like 10 to one halfway through the season, 13 to one, then 10 to one. He dropped to three to one to be the coach of the year. Really, really. Uh, uh, still probably good odds. If, he, if they win this game today, he probably will get that coach of the year well, uh, just game, to get to the playoffs anyway. But uh, it's a good situation there for, for many reasons, you said. Uh, but again, all those good things, and I'll still just be a fan yeah. of the game today and, and, and watch the game probably without a bet on the side okay. or a total here.
1: The, the votes are already in crack for those awards. So this weekend has nothing, oh, to, do okay. it. So, it uh, nothing to do with season. it. Yeah. So yeah. I'm curious about that because most often it goes to down. like <laughs> best coach on best team. But I don't know if Nick Sierra is going to win it. And I'm not sure that like Andy Reid wins it. You know, I, I think that Brian Dillbaugh has a great chance to win that award.
2: I think Isaac Lohenkron has a great chance to win the award. The award for... Best humanitarian slash update anchor. Ilo
4: with the latest. What's going on, Ilo? Uh, awards are sort of a tricky subject. I, I got to confess something when you brought that up. I don't know why, but I'm confessing it right now. So, you know, in high school, they do the, that, those polls for the yearbook, and one of the polls is most likely to succeed. Yep. <laughs> I voted for myself. <laughs> wow, and you were right. Well, here's the sad part. So it wound up literally in a three-way tie between me, someone who went to Duke and went on to work for Goldman Sachs, and someone who went on to go to Harvard. And if it wasn't for me voting for myself, it would have been perfectly legitimate with Mr. Goldman Sachs and Miss Harvard. I had not thought about that in years until you dragged it out of me. So good job by you there, Brian. Anyway, we've got today's NFL playoff triple header kicking off 90 minutes from now as I try and retrieve some semblance of dignity. As the Buffalo Bills host the Miami Dolphins, and fellas, the inactives have just been announced. Miami Dolphins left tackle Teron Armstead is officially active. So is quarterback Teddy Bridgewater, who had been listed as questionable because of a dislocated finger. ESPN reports rookie Skylar Thompson will still be getting the start at quarterback, and Bridgewater going to serve as the backup. Meanwhile, for the Bills, receiver Isaiah McKenzie and defensive tackle Jordan Phillips are among their inactives. And get this, fellas, the Associated Press reported a short time ago that Bills safety DeMar Hamlin is planning to attend the game today Ooh. at Buffalo. That would be a tremendous sight and wonderful to see. Meanwhile, last night, the Jacksonville Jaguars pulled off the third biggest come back in NFL playoff history.
0: Patterson's kick is up. The field goal is good! Good! The Jaguars have won it. The Jaguars have won it. They have come back from 27-0 to win the game.
4: The call on WJXL as the Jaguars rallied from that 27-0 deficit with 25 seconds left in the first half to defeat the Los Angeles Chargers 31-30. Trevor Lawrence led the comeback following four first-half interceptions by throwing four touchdown passes. We have more post-game audio from last night's Jacksonville victory. Listen. That was not from the stadium. That was rather... From the local Waffle House, where Trevor Lawrence dined after the game. And a video of that posted on social media. Fellas, no word yet whether Lawrence took his hash browns scattered, smothered, and covered, or all the way. But we're working on that. Back to you.
2: I love it. You dive deep there, Ilo. Love all that. It's Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. We're brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. As Ilo said, it's a great story. Tamar Hamlin, who suffered cardiac arrest, uh, what, about 10, 11 days ago? Whatever, Almost two weeks ago during the Monday night game. And uh, he'll be on the sideline for the Bills game against so the Dolphins.
0: Cool. Yeah, so cool. it's
2: awesome that he's recovering that, that quickly. And, uh, you know... You're buying into this crack where I, I get it, right? Like, it's he's so going to be on the cool. sidelines. I mean, a big deal for, for the team. To it, it, You said it last week. Like, you saw two kickoff returns from Naheem Hines, like, against the Patriots. And Josh Allen said it after the game. He was like, it was amazing. He's like, God's real. That was his takeaway. Is So, like, I, I don't know. We get into the analytics and the numbers and... Like, man, there's a lot of stuff that's just emotional. And having him on the field today with the, with the guys, I think that's a big deal. And it's not as if they need another boost in this one. They have everything in their favor facing the Dolphins who are banged up and have their seventh-round rookie in there.
3: Yeah, Jeff is probably right, though. I, I, it probably doesn't mean anything, but I'm just a – I'm one of those guys that love Rudy. I love the movie, Rudy. <laughs> I'm just – I love different things like that. So maybe I'm a, a – you know, my image of, of him being on the field is not going to yeah. be what I'm thinking it was going to be in the first half. Though they come out there maybe in the first quarter and pumped up and, you know, uh, so happy the guy's there. But I'm sure that he's been in the locker room and stuff. I, I guess you're right. Maybe I won't buy into that. But I'll Put it this way. I, I, I'm not betting it. So, uh, But it just was an idea, that's all. Uh, as, as we see here on the screen – the, uh, the, the real line on this game here has dropped, yeah. and I'm actually a little surprised here. Now that we're talking 8.40 on my time, 11.40 Eastern, hour and 20 minutes before the game. I thought still the public was going to be piling on. Before we even talked to Jason, I knew from talking. Yesterday, I was out and around. I talked to two different bookmakers in town. One took a $600,000 bet on Buffalo, minus 13 and a half. The other took a $300,000 bet. Uh, literally seven figures, of, uh, 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 literally seven figures of, of just one sportsbook needed it for seven figures. They were going to move the game to 14, and he said it may go to 14 and a half today. It's still sitting at 14 in his shop. Um, you know, the, 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 this is a lot of public money on Buffalo today. So, again, I'm going to say it. Uh, I wasn't going to really dabble in this, but uh, there's a good situation here. We're going to talk about it later on when we do the, the live section here. We'll talk about that.
1: Yeah, Crack, we can be honest. With like, Rudy is not that good of a movie. Like, the story is great <laughs> but we can agree it's, like, not – It's, like, not How like – How
2: dare you? I'd get my Irish it, helmet it, if it was – It's, like, my, not, it's but like, it's like
1: not really, like, what happens. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's why I, I it's an amazing it. I, I movie, that. Jeff. That's why. No, if was about the ducks, I love that movie. But then you learn like, about but, the real story
1: about what happened. You're like, okay, <laughs> that makes the movie even worse because none of that actually happened. So, yeah. um, Joe Montana uh, was the one that's just kind of like yeah, he, yeah. Joe. Joe ruined it, it, right? He's just like, yeah, yeah, none of that happened actually. Actually, ended up happening. I love it.
2: I like your comparison though, Jeff. About this game, it's like it's not going to be sixty-five to seven like the national championship game. But your point is, and I know you're not saying it's going to be 65-7. The point you're making is going into this, you're like, man, 14 points. That's a lot of points, right? TCU, they've had this magical season. NFL game, the playoffs, the Dolphins. Man, 14's a lot. And you might blink a couple of times in the first half and be like, wow, 14 points is not that great of a spread in this one. It very well could go down that way today.
1: It certainly can. I mean, look, I know crack has been on the opposite side of this, and obviously for good reason, because in the NFL games, I mean, even yesterday, the the Niners eventually got to the number, but for a while, Seattle was like, you were like, wow, like this is a real game. Like Seattle is in this game with a chance to win it, and then – the Geno Smith fumble kind of crushed them. Ever since that fumble it was twenty what, it was twenty three seventeen yep. Niners were driving down. Um, or the Seahawks were driving down to take the lead again, and the fumble happened, yeah. and then the, the, that was the end of the game. The, At worst, you scored, kick it, you're down three. Yeah, and okay. the Niners score touchdown, touchdown, field goal, game was over. Um, so yeah, I, I, so I, I, I get the skepticism of okay, this is a big number. It's the NFL playoffs. But it's a third-string quarterback who's not, like – he doesn't bring a dynamic – Like I can understand if it was someone yeah. who was, like – Purdy? A, a, yeah. Who's amazing? Purdy. <laughs> <A> See, <laughs> we'll get to the Niners in a second if you want to do that. Yeah. But, like, someone who who was an otherworld athlete that could just, like, make some incredible plays with his legs yeah. and just, like yeah. – you know. It, but that's not –
2: Like a Taysom Hill does. type, just kind of random. Just, yeah, yeah, just yeah, like yeah.
1: something like that. It's yeah. not – you know, like if you came out with, take the for example, and you just came out with this wildcat offense. You're just like, look, yeah. we're going just going to try it. In which we know the Dolphins did in 2008 for five weeks. My favorite part about that, going back, to, I know we're going to memory here, is the wildcat offense worked Brian for like two weeks, and for some reason, it has become this myth that the Dolphins won the Super Bowl with the Wildcat offense. It yeah. worked for two whole weeks. Two, that's it, two weeks. <laughs> it worked for like two weeks, but it happened against the Patriots. So yeah. we, we forever remember that the Wildcat, which started, by the way, the year before in Carolina, Dan Henning, the offense coordinator, went to Miami and ran it in Miami against the Patriots. Two whole weeks it worked, two exact yeah. weeks. And it became this lore of like, Wildcat offense. The Dolphins invented this thing that crushed the NFL. So if you come out today with a wildcat offense out of nowhere, yeah, for a half maybe you keep it close. Yeah. But Skylar Thompson's not that guy, and no. so that's why I worry about how close they they, they they can keep this game.
2: I think it was like 38-13, something like that. Never forget Ronnie Brown throwing left-handed passes. Remember the running back of that it, it, wildcat? It was
1: legit. And... It was legit. Like it's yeah. one of the funniest things ever because it was not. It was. It worked for two whole weeks. It did. And people act like it revolutionized the, the, the yeah. Dolphins franchise for years to come.
2: Absolutely not. Hey, place a one-game parlay with at least four legs on any pro football game at BetMGM. If all legs hit except for one, you'll get your stake back in free bets up to $25. All right, we've got Bill Krakenberger from crackwins.com. Jeff Schwartz, the eight-year veteran. I'm Brian No. We got a lot going on. It's one of our favorite things to discuss in ball and gambling. We'll do that right around the corner. It's Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM.
0: Touchdown! Kickoffs are coming soon, and we're leading you up to them. This is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM king of sportsbooks. Once again, here's Brian No 8-year NFL veteran Jeff Schwartz. Are you
1: kidding me?
0: And sports handicapper from crackwins.com, Bill Crack Crackenberger.
2: It is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. No time to waste. Let's dive in.
0: This is Same Game parlays.
2: I hey, place a one-game parlay with at least four legs on any pro football game at BetMGM. If all legs hit except for one, you'll get your stake back in free bets up to $25. We turn to you, crack, the same-game parlay of your choice today. What is it?
3: Well, you know these things are so tough, man. I, I tell you, but I do like that you can actually there's a drop down menu with BetMGM where actually you can you can choose your spread. So I'm gonna say Baltimore first half, and you can drop it down. You can drop it. You can go to ten and a half. Actually, I'm gonna take seven and a half though. Uh, plus seven and a half in the first half on Baltimore under the forty and a half for the game. Uh, I, I like that still available at BetMGM on on their same game parlay. And let's go with Burrow under two nine and a half on his uh, quarterback uh, passing yardage so those three together you get back 50 bucks get you back 250 there you go
2: I like that like nice it. one we still have time for this let's do it
1: 9, 8, 0, 3. 1, 2, 3.
2: prop it up let's go play. player plays we love the prop bets over here we'll start with you Jeff what are you feeling today
3: Okay, let's uh, tell you, I got some really good, co- even though I do like Miami, uh, you know, like I said, I like him. It's, it's a peanut minus bet, but I may bet him more live on a different situation later on. But I think that Thompson under, whew, I mean, I, I think I'm going to go under on everything, but I did bet under on his uh, his passing yardage. I, I bet under on a couple different, we'll get, I, mean, I have more things to share later on though. But yeah, under on his passing yardage, 190 and a half I see now. I think, uh, you know, who knows? He may even get, you know, he may even get benched here. Who knows? So we'll see.
1: I like Jeff Wilson over fifty nine and a half rushing yards uh, for the Dolphins today. I mean, they, they have no choice. They have no choice but to run the ball today. Like, I'm going
2: to no go choice. Brady getting to at least 43 attempts tomorrow night. I think he throws it a ton. Short, quick ones. Coming up
0: next, the NFL concert tour. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
2: Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome in. Super wild card weekend. Moving ahead, baby. We got some great drama last night as the Jags came down from a 27-0 deficit. They came all the way back to win 31-30. We're hoping to ride that wave of momentum into Sunday's games. I, blowout potential exists, at least in the early game, with the Bills and Dolphins, but hopefully we get some drama today. And then we'll get to the matchup tomorrow, which is a really, really good one. Cowboys and Tampa. We haven't touched on this yet, though, guys. San Francisco, the Niners, they beat Seattle 41-23. And I don't know if you guys are aware of the NFL concert tour. That is sweeping the nation. Have you guys no. heard about this? There was an no. NFL concert tour, known as Purdy Palooza. Oh, it is just it is sweeping the nation right now. Highly, Ooh. highly popular as Brock Purdy plays well again. Three touchdown passes, rushed for another one, threw for over three hundred yards. I mean, listen, we'll start with the positives before I get to the reality check. The positives are, this is an awesome story. It's Mr. Irrelevant. Last pick yeah. of the draft. He's a rookie. He's uh, unbeaten in every game he started in Jimmy Garoppolo's absence. And he's 1-0 in the playoffs. And even though you saw a little early jitters, to come back and have the day he did, and, I mean, Debo Samuel was wide open on that touchdown, but the throws, one to Christian McCaffrey, one to Elijah Mitchell, just pocket awareness, keeping a play alive, like, he played well in the second yeah. half, so I'm not going to completely rain on the Purdy parade. I'll get to the reality check in a bit, but but for now, let's start on a positive note. He's done something that's, that's pretty impressive considering where he was drafted.
1: Absolutely. That's all I'm going to say about that. Moving on. Um, <laughs> he was not very good yesterday, and I think the scary part about the 49ers is the quarterback was not great and they put up 38 points. That's the scary part, right? Is... Yeah. Most of the time when your quarterback's not great, you don't score 38 points and look, for most of that time, undefensible for much of that game, right? Um, what Shanahan's able to do and able to put Purdy in a situation where everyone is open, like everyone is open all the time in this offense. Yes. He throws to wide open guys all the time. It's crazy. Um, during this game, I believe – I think this was at the end of the game um, that uh, Purdy has thrown a tight coverage, a yard of separation or a few, on two whole attempts the entire game. Two whole attempts the entire game. Everyone's always open. It's a matter of Purdy hitting those guys. And there, there was a tweet, too, with the same – that he hit three explosive plays on the same concept. Guy runs up the field, crosser comes across it. And like Shanahan has him dialed in, man. He's doing what he has to do. The run game is good. So I I give credit to Shanahan here to getting Purdy in rhythm when he's not playing well. And again, this is a hard offense to stop when you have every single person healthy and ready to go and able to win.
3: So, Jeff, you're saying from a from a player standpoint, which may be important, which may actually translate to a betting standpoint, whether the league likes it or not. Uh, you're saying, from a betting standpoint, I'm just thinking to myself, wow, they, they blew them away. Purdy was um, 18 of 30 or something like that, and he had 300, over 300 yards, three touchdowns. But it's deceiving to the eyes, you're saying, because of, some, because of situations here that you're saying that he actually didn't play good. I mean, I'm trying to understand. I, 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 mean, it for, I think he missed. I think he missed, think he
1: missed a good amount of throws. I think the the, the yeah, throw it, that kind of sealed the game yep. to, to Jennings too, right? That one. I mean, if Man. the safety just looks up and looks at the ball, he probably intercepts that ball, right? Um, like, they just it wasn't crisp. It wasn't a crisp game. Um, but the way the offense works with the ability to run the ball, set up play action pass, with the concern about the speed of the weapons, right? Because because they can stretch you guys both horizontally, right? sideline to sideline, and then vertically. So the defense has deflated uh, – deflate, has to defend every blade in the field, every plate of grass in the field they have to defend because they can attack, again, vertically. I mean, Debo Samuel had the touchdown. Where he just ran around the corner, right? I mean, like, yeah. they, they yeah. just yep. – it's so hard to defend this team because everyone's healthy right now that Purdy doesn't have to be perfect. And then also, huh. the defense doesn't allow points. So when, when you're not allowing points – you know, you can win a game, and of course, they scored thirty-eight points. You could have won that game with twenty-three points, right? Like, so I think that makes it so difficult to play this team is different ways they can beat you offensively, and then you add in the defense, which eventually kind of shut down Seattle. And the question becomes obviously, can you do this in Philadelphia right. if the Eagles score twenty-eight, thirty-one points? Is yeah. Purdy going to do enough in that game? Which really, like, the Niners are going to beat whoever they play next weekend, whether it's the Vikings. Or the Giants, it wouldn't be the Giants. It'd be the Vikings or the Bucks, right? Basically, winner,
2: winner of the Bucks, yeah, Cowboys no, game. yeah.
1: No, you know, if the Giants, if the Giants win, then the Giants go play Philly. That's right. And the Niners get the Bucks, right? Or they Cowboys. get the
2: winner of the Bucks Cowboys yeah, game. Yeah. game. Yeah, winner of the
1: Bucks Cowboys game. If the Vikings win, they get the Vikings done. Yep. So yep. Um, they'll win that game. It's just a matter of going to Philly now. Can Brock Purdy do that in Philly?
2: Well, that's the thing, man. Is I think the magic carpet ride could continue for another week because if Minnesota wins today, Minnesota's pass defense is freaking oh, they're get brutal. By the Niners <laughs> and Purdy will probably have another good game. So, but that's the thing is this is where we get to the reality check. Like LeBron tweeted, "Purdy got game" with a bunch of exclamation points, and I hear all this stuff. Brock Purdy's a baller. These decisions are getting easier for the Niners. What to do at quarterback the more Brock Purdy plays. And it's like, look, man, he's just playing over his head right now. Like Jeff said, he's throwing to a lot of wide-open receivers. He's just on a magic carpet ride. Do you guys remember – this is the best I could compare it to. Do you remember Jeremy Lin in the NBA? Oh, Lin's Sanity. Of course. Lynn's Sanity was just everywhere for about a three-week three week stretch, and then he came back to earth. Brock Purdy is the NFL version of Lynn Sanity. That's what's going on here. And I get it. He's Mr. Irrelevant. He was the last pick in the draft. And he's greatly exceeded expectation, expectations. And a lot of people have lost their freaking minds because of it. Ask yourself this. Do you typically hmm. see in the NFL... Like the Big 12 or whatever, where dudes are just throwing to wide open receivers one week after another. No, you typically no. don't see that. And you won't see that over time with Brock Purdy. And he's going to turn into a pumpkin. One of these weeks, it's yeah, going to happen. It, it, and a lot of people are just not aware of
1: that. I, I think the, the real concern becomes, obviously, in these, when these games get a little bit more pressure-filled against a Pat Mahomes or Josh Allen or Joe Burrow or Tom Brady, which I know they beat a couple weeks ago, but playoff Tom Brady is different. We'll talk about Cowboys in a few minutes. I imagine that game is just a little different. And I'm always on the conservative side of saying like, hey, we need to see this player do this in this moment before I proclaim they can do it. And also we saw in this offense, right? I was at the, the Chiefs Niner Super Bowl. If they had anyone but Jimmy Garoppolo in that game, yeah. he'd probably beat the Chiefs. Yeah. And it's those couple of throws that he missed in this game that are going to matter against a team like Kansas City. So that's only caution I give you. Everything else is fine right now with the Niners. It's going to be those moments in Philadelphia, in a Super Bowl. Can they handle those? Can he? Can you he You
3: guys, those? I, I got to tell you, there, there's a – Um, I talked to a lot of bookmakers around town uh, or guys that work in risk in the in the shops. Well, I'll just tell you a text I just got just now. Hey, crack, listening to your show. Sounds great. Someone just bet us four hundred and fifty thousand on Buffalo minus thirteen and a half. And we just moved it a little bit. So they did. So someone just walked up to the counter, bet four hundred and fifty thousand on Buffalo minus thirteen. OK, just to tell you guys.
1: Okay, so do you believe that story last night that a a wagerer put uh, one point four million on the Chargers money line live?
3: (sighs) Absolutely correct. I'm glad you mentioned it because I forgot about it. Uh, That that's a real story, by the way. Jeff, do you want to read the? I have the ticket somewhere. Darn it! I just want to be.
1: I want to get to a point in life, crack. Where I have that much yeah. money to lose on a wager. Find it. Like, that's no, that, what it gets at. Even that, if that I, was
2: your entire bankroll, just like, call it. Like,
1: you'd be okay with it. I'm in like maybe $500. Like, yeah, okay, I could put 500 bucks on the Chargers money line in that spot. If I lose that money, okay, like, I'll survive. I'll work one of these shows. I'll be fine. Like, I, I just, but like, I just, I can't, I can't do it. I could, I, I can't, I can't. And pe- my salary's up there from the NFL. You know what I made. I can't do it, man. I want to be that rich. Yeah, no. You are thrifty the over there. Sure, I want to be that rich. Y'all you, you you all see me like I, you know, like you, you, you know, I, uh. Listen. You, know, you
2: wear shorts in like there. 20 degree Cincinnati weather over no, there. That was a mistake. Oh, yeah.
3: That, that, was, a, oh, that, that was a mistake. That was great. It was freezing outside, and my man wears shorts in that weather. He walked. We walked to the MGM Sportsbook from our hotel, which was uh, right there at the stadium. And I, I was, was like, that was wow, dinner. Dinner was, lo- dinner
1: was long. Yeah. Oh, dinner was shorts. I was walk pants the that next day. Okay. Well, no, I was in my hotel room. I was watching football, <laughs> and I like popped downstairs. And I realized like, oh, it's kind of cold, and I was too late, too late to go back upstairs. I was still in my right. like hoodie and shorts. I just was comfortable, and then, boom, um, yeah. And then crack just 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 uh, cracked on those ribs we had it's still not still, just just, just <laughs> yeah. murdered the, the restaurant well there.
3: brian brian took him home and ate them the next day and i sent did it's all a picture i warmed of them the up. ribs the next day
2: fantastic yeah, that, so i'm gonna send him brian.
3: i'm gonna send him some good ones uh, uh via yes. free See meals
2: much. taste better i don't know about you but free meals yeah. taste better yeah. Yeah. yummy
3: no kidding no kidding so listen here's the bet It was at DraftKings. They put it out there, so I'm not spoiling anything here. I'm kind of surprised someone would make fun of their own customers. But um, (laughs) this this person bet live the Chargers when they were up. They were up giant. They were probably up, like, you know, 27 points or something this time. Minus 125, he bet $1.4 million to win 11,000. 1.4 million to win 11,000 he lost a bet and I always tell people this so we have a sports book here in town that puts up yes and no on all the individual they put yes and no up on on every single team to win the NFL championship I mean every single team so the no is the right bet, by the way. The no people aren't going to lay, you know, uh, sixty to one against the Chargers to win the Super Bowl, but they're, they'll take the thirty-five to one or forty to one on the other side. So, but this book puts up yes and no. I, I, I like that. The no is the right side on these. I'll tell you right now. But do I put up? I have to lay sixty to one on the Chargers. Now I'm laying literally sixty thousand dollars to win a thousand bucks. Now, what means more to me—a thousand dollars, which let, let's be blunt, is a good dinner for taking my buddies out—that I'll spend, or sixty thousand dollars, which means something. You know, what it means so. Honestly. Sure. I don't even have the, have the stones to, to go down and, and, and bet uh, something that probably should be more than 60 to 1 because the $1,000 doesn't mean anything. Situationally here, does the $11,000 mean anything to someone that has $1.4 and much, much more than that in a betting account? Eleven grand, you deserve to lose, pal. It's tough, man, because you think it's an
2: absolute layup. You're thinking there's nothing that can go wrong. If somebody just gave me eleven thousand dollars on the street, that would be amazing. But, you but, thought it was a layup and you, it wasn't.
1: But, but wouldn't you rather take the eleven thousand dollars and bet it on Jacksonville money line knowing exactly the, of the chargers? That's
2: that is the worst realization when it comes to gambling. If you bet big, and I'm not talking like over a million dollars, but whatever's big to you, you bet big on a money line favorite and it doesn't work out. Your immediate thought is, if I had bet the same amount of money on the underdog, what I would have made? Ah, it makes it even worse.
1: But, uh-huh. but, but, like uh, in this, uh, I'm, good, I'm not telling anyone how to spend their money. But in this spot, you have a Chargers team. There is a verb, chargering. Like yeah. it is a thing the Chargers do. Yep. And, I, I just would have not put any money. And I, and I've done before the big money line wager life like I just said screw it I'll put I'll just win I'm glad to take I'll win money whatever but not on the Chargers like a Buffalo gets up 14 nothing today maybe I throw I'm probably, probably too much money but I get that but the Chargers do this all the time that is what yeah. they do it's what they're known for I read an article this morning that Brandon Staley said he understands that they charge her and he's trying to change that from <laughs> this organization sure. like that's a thing that they do Um, and he bet on him anyway. So, But you know what she.
2: happens, Jeff, is uh, it's the U2 song. You know, you got stuck in a moment, and you can't get out of it. This guy is like, just in the moment, seeing the Chargers score every which way. Jacksonville can't stop turning it over. Lawrence has thrown four interceptions. Like, you're just in that moment thinking it can't go wrong, and it did. That's why – you got to be beyond just the moment of what's that's going funny. on. That's funny. I
3: thought it was game. still. Ha- can't find what I'm I ha- what I'm looking for. That's the first thing I thought when you two saw it. So you went a different direction though. But that's <laughs> probably what Staley's going to be uh, talking about when he's on vacation there's
1: with no, the Arizona. There's coach. no like death metal song where someone's supposed to like be shredded to pieces that talks about this.
2: Ah <laughs> uh, <laughs> man. So give me the theme again. I'll come up with something for
3: you, Jeff Schwartz. What is it? What was the shredded? theme you just said? Yeah, he'll come up with a Dr. Dre song for you.
1: No, <laughs> no, 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 not not Dre. Hey, he wants to know. He wants to know. He wants some some death metal songs. He no, I'm I mean, in, in the moment. I'm saying for you. Caught in the moment. Caught in
2: the moment. I'll think of something. I'll try to. Okay. i think of something and get back to you here momentarily. Hey, every <laughs> Thursday, be sure to check out our countdown to kickoff, presented by Bet MGM Original Podcast, featuring yours truly, also Jared Smith and Bill Krakenberger, We give our takes and all the key lines. Get you set for the weekend in betting. It's playoff time. Make sure you pay attention here. Cracks giving out winners left and right. It's every Thursday. Just search Fox Sports Radio wherever you get your podcasts. All right, coming up next. All right, we get to, I think, the matchup of Super Wild Card Weekend. And what we might see as the game plays out pretty soon. We'll get to that right around the corner. It's Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff presented by BetMGM.
0: (laughs) Welcome to the biggest tailgate party in the nation. You're locked into Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff. Touchdown! And it's presented by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Once again, here's Brian Noe, 8-year NFL veteran Jeff Schwartz, and sports handicapper from CrackWins.com, Bill Crack Crackenburger.
2: We are 35 minutes. That's it until kickoff over here. It's Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Be sure to check out the new-looking features in the BetMGM app. It's fast and easy access to the sports you love, whether it's live betting, the Daily Lions boost, or the cash-out feature. New users can use the code COUNTDOWN for a special offer. Okay, I'm going to get you a metal song here momentarily, Jeff. There's something that came to mind here, but... We got to dive into which I think is the matchup of Super Wildcard Weekend. It's Dallas and Tampa. It's tomorrow night, Monday night, the last game of a three-day three-day ball fest, if you will. And uh, I love this matchup. You've got Tampa as the home underdogs. It's a great stat, all kinds of stats in this game. But you've got Tom Brady with 35 playoff wins in his career. That's the same number as the Dallas Cowboys have in their franchise history. They both have 35 playoff wins. It's just amazing. It's crazy.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, Tom Brady, you know, in the NFC, just court, NFC quarterbacks in general, the amount of, of playoff wins he has compared to all of them, which I believe is now with Purdy's win, what, like two? Cousins has one, <laughs> right? I think Cousins has one and, and Purdy has one. Like, that's it in the NFC? Dak has yeah, one? Wow, yeah. Does that kind wow. of one?
2: Yeah, he's got one. He's got one. So
1: three wins, I think, now total in in with Purdy's win now with starting quarterbacks. And Kirk has one, I believe. So he beat yeah, the Saints a couple one. years ago. Yep. So three. Three compared to Tom Brady. Here's the way I look at this Cowboys game. Tell me if I'm wrong, guys. Okay, so Cowboys are more talented, I believe, all over the field. Um, but Tampa has Tom Brady. And as long as Tom Brady is getting points in a playoff game, I'm taking Tom Brady in the points in a playoff game. And I'm with you. I, yep. And, I, and I, again, I, I don't think the Tampa's better, but I, I don't. And I don't trust Tampa's coaching staff. But I don't trust the Cowboys. I don't trust Dak Prescott right now. Um, I just trust Tom Brady to get his team in the right situation to win this game. And the, you know, there's a lot made about this grass versus. There was turf thing right? The Cowboys have been bad on grass this season. There is something to that, right? Like, as an offensive player, I always felt defenses were a slight take faster on turf, they just were. It's turf, it's not you know, there's the surface is faster. It's just that's why the combine guys run faster on turf than they would on grass, why it's done at the combine that way. Um, but that shouldn't be the reason why you lose a football game. Um, the Cowboys defense just hasn't been as good last month of the season, yeah, offensively, two up and down. But then, but, but you know, but, but Tampa isn't great either. But I just I just trust Tom Brady, man. Until otherwise, until 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 we're told otherwise, I'm going to go with Tom Brady in this spot always because I know out of everyone in this field, I know who can do it in, in clutch moments. Twelve can, and that matters in, in my opinion in a game like this.
3: As you see my head down, guys, I'm sorry. Firing on props still <laughs> between commercials, between the game. Uh, I, but I, I, I will tell you that prop to, towards the end of the show here. We'll have plenty of time to get that in. Uh, Dallas and Tampa, though, tomorrow night. Listen, this is one of those games where two and a half points, it's not three, but you could buy it up to three minus $1. fifteen at one shop here, I see. Um, I, I do like Tampa in this spot. I didn't bet the game. I, I probably wouldn't have been bet it, but if I was to bet it, I, I would take Tampa in this spot. Uh, I, I know a lot of guys are talking about putting them in uh, you know, certain type of bets like teasers and money line parlays and stuff. But by, by the way, I don't know anybody except for me. Maybe you guys. Let's see if you guys did this. Everyone used San Fran money line, Buffalo money line, Cincinnati money line in a three-team parlay. And yes. normally, I would say throughout the season, oh, guys, I mean, come on, these all these big <laughs> teams. But I know a guy that's a sharp guy with a seven-figure bankroll that has built up his money from sports betting. That bet this. And I still won't bet it. So it's just something off the top. Oh, I, I know it. I'm spontaneously talking about things. Come on, Jeff. Did you bet that? You could tell us.
1: Yeah, I bet that. And I also did okay. a – I, I don't know why I did the same exact wager. I just did a seven-point teaser to get better okay. odds and did a Bengals-Niners-Bills. Sure. Niners, uh, Bengals, Niners Bills. Yep. But I won the Bills yep. under yep. seven. That's why I did a seven-point yep. teaser, which you almost sure. never do. Sure, sure not. I- um, I get you. you know, I get you. You never um, do – I almost rarely do a seven-point teaser. But I just did it to yeah. get the better number on the bills. And I think it's six and oh a boy. half. Oh, so, um, uh,
3: boy. I understand, but I, I, never, te- <clears throat> I never teased correct. double just down.
1: I, I normally, for fun <laughs> each week, do these, right? I don't normally tell okay. you guys because it's just for fun. Yeah, they're never fun. never advertise. They're fun. I would never yeah. advertise this. And some weeks they hit, some weeks sure. they don't. I'm probably uh, – after week 18, I'm probably 50-50 on the year. I hit a lot in week 18. I did pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, they're fun. But, you know, this weekend, obviously, but I didn't say like, last week I did not include the Cowboys any of those. I think a lot of people did. This weekend, I, I really just chose the three favorites. And I was worried. The Niners, I was thinking to myself, like, oh, God, how do I, how do I make up the money if the Niners lose this game? How do I find my way? You now they they covered, obviously, and they won those games. But I really do think, look, you have a situation where you have, you know, Josh Allen against Skylar Thompson. Like, if they don't win that game. Yeah. I mean, that's
2: one of those bets. Well, you'll just eat it. Those are the best bets where it's like, look, man, if I go all in with pocket aces and it doesn't work out, I'm just going to shrug my shoulders and take the L like, you you're going to walk it. away I if like the it. Bills – if the Bills don't cover seven, Jeff, you're not going to be like, why did I do that? I'm so stupid. You're going to be like, hey, man, it's gambling. Yeah. Sometimes it doesn't work out. But you're not going to stress over that. You'll no. be like, hey, man, I'll take the L. Whatever. It happens.
1: Yeah. And, you know, but the Niners won because there was a little bit of me yesterday when I was talking to friends about the Niners game where I was like, look, I think Seattle can keep this close, right? They are a well-coached team. It's a division opponent. You know, Pete Carroll was doing that thing this week where, like, the Niners are so good, everyone. How can we compete? Team, all that motivational thing. Definitely. And so, but today, I just don't think the Dolphins – sorry, Brian, I know they're your team. Like, yeah. I don't think they have that in hey, them. I just don't, they, I don't either. They snuck in like, – <laughs> you weren't even happy last weekend. We were watching the game uh, together, and you were like – I was like, congrats to right. your Dolphins on making the playoffs. So he really like, wasn't. I, you're like, I yeah. guess. Okay, I have to watch it one more week. I'm Okay, fine. It, it just, oh, it's, the season's gone
2: completely off a cliff, and they've got they're banged up. They're on their seventh-round rookie who – I mean, some of these numbers where you've got 47 quarterbacks that have thrown at least 100 passes, and he's like 45th and 46th and last in all these important categories. It's like, it's just not happening, right? Like, I don't think it makes you a bad fan if you're realistic. Like, I, I would love for the Dolphins to win today. It's just, it's not going to happen, sure. you know? Like, that's all we're at. Um, real oh, yeah. fast, here,
3: you. That's why the money line's twelve to one too. I mean, you're laying twelve to 1, 12 13 to one. 1. Yeah. BetMGM ten to one. You know, it sounds like easy money though. I understand, but that's why the books are in business.
2: Real fast on Cowboys Tampa. I just want to circle back to that real fast because I find it really interesting in this matchup where I get everything that Jeff you're talking about with Tom Brady. His credentials speak for themselves. But man, Tampa has shown us time and time and time again this season, they are not to be trusted. On that, in that same stadium, they had to come back with two late touchdowns against the Saints. They had to come back against the Rams, who had a decrepit season. Like They're an 8-9 and nine football team. And I get that Tom Brady in the playoffs, and I, I get all of that, but Dallas is the better team. And I think this is a spot, especially from yesterday, where think about it. Chargers favored by two and a half. They're leading by 27 points and they wet themselves. That's a team that finds Dallas Cowboys. For the better part of three decades, they've done the same thing. They've found ways to lose games. And I think it's one of those spots where you're like, I, I, I just don't... I don't want to take Dallas. I'll go with Tom Brady. I, I don't know if that's going to be the right side when it's all said and done, though.
1: It it might not be. should be
3: fun. I I mean, really. I mean, it should be a fun game. Uh, I don't have a bet on this game, by the way, guys. Even though I'm saying I would lean to Tampa, I don't have a bet. And I know everyone's going to have to have a bet. Monday night football, NFL (laughs) wild card. I got to have a bet. Listen, you really don't. You want to get something, put something Put something on a proposition bet or something. Uh, you, you can watch that player and follow that player throughout the game. You don't have to bet every single game on the board, guys. But I know it's just a human nature. It's the human condition that I, that I talk about. I know we just have to bet. We have to have action. What is life well, without action?
0: I get it. <laughs>
1: I mean, I, I do feel like I do feel I do kind of feel like like Dak to throw an interception would be nice in this yeah. game, right? Like I feel like that's a good. I don't know what the number is. For it like, was I'm minus. To find a, that on. Oh, there's Jeff, a good. It thing. was earlier in the yeah, week. I'll see yeah. what it is. It was
2: at minus a dollar seventy five <laughs> just to throw Ooh. one interception. Ooh, man. The, that that's, that's, was like
1: that's like peak ugh. like that was like peak Matt God. Stafford in, in the last season. A lot of juice. We threw it like a interception like eight straight games. Yeah, for like a, a good like that's a good like Baker Mayfield number. <laughs>
2: yeah, I know. He's thrown a pick in seven straight games. He's thrown 11 interceptions in those last seven wow. games. Wow. So for them, he's thrown multiple interceptions, you know, so that's a big number to lay. Yeah, it is a big number. But hey, if you're cashing, it doesn't matter. <laughs> so We'll see what happens. All right, we'll get to uh, in-game betting right around the corner. And also, Jeff, I'll get you some metal lyrics that I know True. you're very much in anticipation for. First, though, Isaac Lowenkron with the latest. Ilo, what's up, man?
4: We are just 25 minutes away from kickoff of today's NFL playoff triple header as the Buffalo Bills host the Miami Dolphins. Miami left tackle Teron Armstead is active. So is quarterback Teddy Bridgewater, who had been listed as questionable because of a dislocated finger. ESPN reported rookie Skyler Thompson will still be starting at quarterback for the Dolphins and that Bridgewater going to serve as the backup today. Receiver Isaiah McKenzie and defensive tackle Jordan Phillips among the inactives for Buffalo. Meanwhile, Bill safety DeMar Hamlin tweeted a short time ago, quote, my heart is with my guys as they compete today, supporting from home as I focus on my recovery. Nothing I want more than to be out there with them. LFG, hashtag, Bills Mafia, unquote. The Associated Press had initially reported that Hamlin was planning to attend today's game in person, but as he tweeted, he will be cheering them on from home today. On Saturday oopsie, night... Oopsie, Associated Press. You know what? Oopsie. The, Associ- the Associated Press, the most conservative... Uh, in terms of uh, reporting stories and waiting and being patient, they're the most patient news outlet out there. And this is literally the first time in my career that I've remembered the Associated Press turning out to be wrong about anything and not just sports. But there you have it. On Saturday night, the Jacksonville Jaguars pulled off the third biggest comeback in NFL playoff history.
0: Patterson's kick is up. The field goal is good! 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 The Jaguars have won it. The Jaguars have won it. They have come back from 27-0 to win
4: the game. 31-30 over the Los Angeles Chargers. Trevor Lawrence led the comeback following four first-half interceptions by throwing four touchdown passes and, most importantly, celebrated the victory afterwards at the Waffle House. Trevor Lawrence, man of the people, back to you. Love it, Ilo. It is
2: Fox Sports Radio's countdown to kickoff, presented by BetMGM. New users, download the BetMGM app today and use code COUNTDOWN for a special offer. That's code COUNTDOWN in the BetMGM app. Let's dive into this.
0: Here go. Not live yet. Live betting.
2: Go. All right. So we're looking for in-game betting opportunities once these games kick off. Have to forecast maybe a scenario we might see where you can take advantage of it betting wise. Crack, we'll start with you, man. What do you see in your crystal ball there?
3: It's going to be kind of the same things I talk about every week with live in-game betting. I, I like like a situation maybe Cincinnati comes. By the way, I, I do like Cincinnati uh, to score first. We should talk about that. I've been doing really good all season with that. I just want people to have time here, so you got 20 minutes to get that in. Cincinnati to score first, and I think if they do score first. I may actually take a live bet on Baltimore with double digits. There you go. Okay. Like that. Um,
1: I think if anyone gets a big lead in Vikings, Giants, you take the points with whatever team. Yep. Um, I think you were going there too, Brian, right? Like if if someone gets up (laughs) 10 points, 14 points giants up 14 take the vikings plus the points vikings down 14 vikings plus the points that game will be a a three point which is why i like minnesota minus a two and a half not the three
2: i absolutely feel the same way you've got minnesota with all of these one score games you that's been a very successful model for in-game betting is just the vikings i remember when we're in mississippi they're playing the jets And Minnesota was leading big, and it's like, take the Jets. Minnesota plays all these one-possession games. More times than not, it works in your favor. So, yeah, if anybody gets up by 10, I'm taking the other team in game, no doubt about that. Now, here are your metal lyrics that you've been waiting for, Jeff Schwartz. We were talking about the Chargers being up 27 to nothing, and uh, they ended up blowing it. But there was a guy who bet over a million dollars in-game. This is what not to do with in-game betting, but in-game put over a million dollars <laughs> on the Chargers just to win the game. They had this massive lead. What could go wrong? Well, you saw exactly what went wrong. Jeez. So he's out over a wow. million dollars. And so I said, it's kind of like the YouTube, uh, U2 song, You Got Stuck in a Moment and you can't get out of it, right? You were stuck in the moment thinking the Chargers can't lose, and you couldn't get out of it. So you're asking for a a heavy metal rendition of that thought, right? Being stuck in a moment. How about this, Jeff? This is pretty good. This is what I could do. Uh, It's Metallica, and it's No Leaf Clover, which is actually a great song. It's with the symphony. Jeff, you might actually like this song. It's not like crazy, crazy heavy. But uh, there's a lyric in the chorus where it says, the soothing light. At the end of your tunnel was just a freight train coming your way. Oh, that's how oh. I feel Ooh. about in-game. But think about this guy wow. who put a million dollars. Oh, I'm gonna cash eleven thousand bucks. It's an easy win. Eleven G's. Yeah, I'll take that. And the soothing light at the end of his tunnel was just a Jags freight train coming his way, and it took all of his cash.
1: It, I, I don't. I don't dislike it, buddy. There I like go. it. There you go, man. You are. You. What's you're the name of the songs? song
3: again? What, what's the name of it again? No Leaf
1: Clover. I
3: think you'll like it no too, Cracky. Yeah, you're big on concerts. That's so my wife's favorite band. We went to go see them four or five times already. I really don't know a lot of Metallica songs, but I do go to see them. And then uh, that's why I'm No Leaf Clover. Cl- 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 By the way, uh. funny note, I'll never forget this. When Dan Marino
2: had his number retired... He walked out on the field to this song and it was really? like the, the heaviest part of the song where it's like du 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 du, and he's kind of waving kind of like Miss America kind of like doing the the model wave and so every time it gets to that part of the song I think about Dan Marino walking out to have his it was either his number retired or being in the ring of honor I can't remember which but uh, okay Yeah there you go uh, there's
1: some interesting choice for Dan Marino No leaf
2: clover uh, Dolphins trivia for you. You like the intro, Jeff. I guarantee it. You like it? Okay, with the I'll check band. it out. When the guitars kick in, I don't know. Could go south from there. I'll check it out all right, we got, it's for you. We, okay, good. <laughs> Please let me know. Thumbs up, thumbs down. All right, we got a lot to get to here. We got picks for you. Don't forget, be sure to follow BetMGM across all socials at BetMGM. Coming up, Crack's got a pick. Jeff's got a pick. I've got a pick. We'll get all the picks for you right around the corner. It is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM.
0: Kickoffs are coming soon, and we're leading you up to them. This is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. The king of sportsbooks. Once again, here's Brian No 8-year NFL veteran Jeff Schwartz. Are you kidding me? And sports handicapper from crackwins.com, Bill Crack Crackenburger.
2: Ah, uh, yes, yeah, just 11 measly minutes until kickoff over here. It's Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Props to the crew, real fast. Isaac Lohenkron on the updates. Ryan Bershinger, our trusted producer. Iowa Sam, technical producer extraordinaire, playing all the music, all the goodness over there. Top of the hour, it's Fox Sports Radio's Red Zone Radio. Steve Hartman, Rich Ornberger. They'll get you all set for the games and have all the reaction in real time. Let's dive into this.
0: Rapid fire.
2: Okay, we each have a pick for you. Could be a prop, could be a side, could be a total, could be anything. We'll start with
3: you, Crack. What do you like today? You know, I just seen something with uh, a really good plus juice. Uh, I, I like Thompson under a, a half of a touchdown. So, in other words, he throws no touchdowns. Plus 175. I, I think it might be a good bet, ba- only because you're getting back so much juice.
1: Um, I hate to do this to you, Crack, but I, I still like Buffalo minus a 13.5. I I took it this week. <laughs> I'm staying on it. I just think the Dolphins are in for a world of, of hurt today. I, I just I I just. 11 points incundent against this, this Bills team. I just don't know if, if the Dolphins have enough with the roster right now. Even the guys that are playing, like Teron Armstead, the guy, guy is hurt. Like, he's playing through a lot of pain and injury. Tyreek Hill, how's this? I didn't bet the doing?
3: other way. Like, I'm rooting for
1: you. Like, how's his, oh, 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 no. The classic Uh-oh. I'm rooting for you. Kissed uh, but I also also mentioned this game about take off the Jeff Wilson over the rushing and minus fifty, excuse me at fifty nine point five. I mean they, they they have to do this. They have to to get him to rush the ball. Otherwise, they have no chance today.
2: No doubt about it. You know I'm. I'm looking at the money line of this game. Dolphins plus 700. You guys might think I'm crazy, but I, I'm i not doing that at all. I'm, it's I'm worth it. Oh, I took Dolphins under
1: 14 and a half points this week, too. I don't know what it's <laughs> at now. I could probably look it up, but Dolphins aren't going to score either. I don't, I don't know. They're,
2: they're not. Score. It's It should be a beatdown. Which is it kind really of a, sti- a
1: stinger because they played earlier this season. Buffalo, I mean, Miami won that game in Buffalo. In that weird game where they had like three second half uh, plays. That was it. In Miami. in Miami. They won the game at home. Yeah, yeah. And then they go to Buffalo in the snow. I They know play it. a three point game. Like, they've played, they played Buffalo well this season with a healthy Tua. And I think with him in this game, I would have been very glad to take Miami plus eight. What would have been if Tua played crack? Eight? Eight? Seven? Eight? Something like that, maybe? Like Nine? That, yeah.
3: Probably seven. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I would, gladly, right, I would take and Dolphins
1: half. in a heartbeat at plus seven, but they're not not playing this game. So I, I just it. don't know how else to play this one.
2: Yeah, You got to have the day of days from Skylar Thompson. And he's thrown for the most. He's thrown for just over 150 yards in a start. Wow. And that was last week against the Jets. So I just don't see it happening today. My play, I'm not going to go with the Dolphins money line. I'm just joking around. But <laughs> I'm going to double down. I really think tomorrow night... What's Tampa going to do offensively? They're going to throw a bunch of short, quick yeah. passes. Yeah, I think Brady has a bunch of attempts. you got to neutralize that pass rush. Micah Parsons, one of the best in the game. I know you mentioned it, Jeff. It's on grass, so he's not as fast, but he's still fast. And so I think that Tampa, Brady's had a great passer rating throwing the ball in two and a half seconds or less. And so I don't expect them to run the ball effectively. They haven't done it all season long. I think Brady's going to have to throw a bunch of short, quick passes. So I'm going to take over 42 and a half attempts for Tom Brady. I think it's a solid play.
1: See if it I works like out it. or he, not. He, he's still, this is the most pass attempts he's had in his career, right? In one season, two. He, he's thrown the ball a lot this year.
2: A lot. A ton. Yes, yeah. absolutely. All right, we've got time for this. Let's dive in.
0: Hey. This is the best play of the day. It's a
2: touchdown. Give it to man. Okay, crack. Of your many plays this week, yeah. what do you like the most? I mean, if you
3: can. I'm going to give you a, a, a few quick here because um, the Huntley, if you could find anything on Huntley uh, under still, I see one rogue sportsbook still has him up there under rushing yards. It's great. I also like the play I've been making. Cincinnati Bengals to score first, minus 170. Uh, this guy agrees with me, as you can see here. He does agree. So, uh, yeah, under uh, under on that. And also Cincinnati Bengals to score first.
2: Okay. You'd be proud of me, Crack. I just thought of it. When we were in Cincinnati and you needed a couple of missed field goals and you just say, miss it left. I needed yeah. Lowry Markkinen of the Utah Jazz to miss a free throw a couple of nights oh, ago, left. and I just said, miss it left. And he did. I was like, crack. Crack's a genius. That's all we have to do going forward.
3: Have a fun weekend, guys.